to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Wednesday at 9. It gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hi. Good to be back in the Wednesday chair. Thanks for being patient with us last week. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving, of course. And, uh, well, we got plenty to talk about, I'm sure. So I'll be interested to hear what the callers have to say. Um, I don't think I have any housekeeping items before we get right into it. You guys mostly know the rules around here. Rather than reiterating them, I will just uh, direct any newcomers to the directions in the YouTube description of how to participate in the show if you'd like to. We will uh, take callers in the randomized order as we usually do, and we'll take a break every half hour to catch up with Super Chat on YouTube, DLive, and Streamlabs. And then uh, if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live, we do take email questions. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Put call in show question in the subject line. We'll get to those in the last half hour of the show. Anything else before we get right to it? Nope. You had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was just my, it still feels weird to say my wife, but yes, my wife and uh, my parents. So just a small gathering, no legal implications whatsoever. And I just, uh, I ate too much food. That's about it. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So us too. It was really bad. Met up with a, a few, well, just really one, uh, longstanding friend that I don't see too much, uh, these days, although he does live close by, but my lo- the first friend I ever made when my family moved to Montana, we still are oh, really? uh, good friends. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, we, nice. we couldn't be more opposite people, but uh, we maintain a friendship and uh, went out and just shot some twenty two for a while. So that was fun. OK, but uh, but yeah, I take it you guys had a good one, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so many people here and everybody left today. So I'm all sad. Mm. Well, now it's your job to build a big family to, uh, to have that each and every year. I'm working on it. Yeah. Damien's up first. Damien, you're good to go if you're ready. a second magic oh there we go you there damien yeah sorry about that that's okay what's up Uh, (laughs) you're very generous blind uh i'll let you guys choose either like a very softball topic or a fairly spicy topic probably spicy but let's hear it (laughs) all right the spicy topic is when you hear the word eugenics do you have like a positive or negative connotation with that word uh, negative, I would, but people will make the case. Neutral. <laughs> what, Depends in what, what context. What? Where, where are you going with it? What case will? What case will people make, Matt? Uh, I think where people get uh, the oh the positive case. Or is that what you're saying? Some people yeah. Are you have are you asking me to make the positive case or the negative case? I, I was just when you said that uh, people will make the case. I was just wondering what you meant. I guess you meant well some, some that there are positive and positive. negative human traits that people would try to uh, try to advance. Whether you whether you're trying to make a right. smarter person, a better person, whatever it is you're trying to do, or whether you're trying to eliminate 
uh, uh, drawbacks, disabilities, things like that. I think the moral question is to what degree are you playing God? And that's where I get uncomfortable with that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, I definitely hear, hear your position. I guess you said negative, blonde said neutral, and I'll, I'll take the positive side here. Okay. And the reason that I have a, the reason I have a positive association with eugenics, I'm sympathetic to what you're saying about it's kind of like playing God, mm-hmm. but I mean, I mean, cer- certainly some very active forms of eugenics are like playing God, like abortion. But I think are less act- yeah, but I think there are less active forms of eugenic and dysgenic policies, and I think that we need to keep these things in mind when we're contemplating public policy. Like, for example, wealth redistribution, generally speaking, I think could be considered like a dysgenic policy, right? I think by can, taking, I'm not sure. Andrew, can you define dysgenic? I, I I can gather what that probably means, but I'm I've never heard that before. It's just like the opposite of eugenic. So eugenic means something that's like good for selecting for positive traits versus specifically selecting for negative traits. Is that the idea or? Yeah. Like uh, eugenic would be something that's good for the genes. And then dysgenic gotcha. would be something that selects for, for negative genes okay. or, or for, you know, harmful bad things genes. or so undesirable like, things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, so I think like wealth distribution, wealth redistribution, like through taxation is an example of a policy that, you know, what, whatever it's other merits or, or de- demerits, you know, I think it's a dysgenic policy. If we assume that in general, wealthier people have like better genes, right? They're like more intelligent, more ambitious. These are good characteristics. And so by taxing them, we're hurting their ability to reproduce and have their own children. And we're enhancing the ability of <clears throat> arguably less fit people to have children and hmm. spread their genes throughout the gene pool. Do you see what I'm saying? So sure. It's probably not the number one argument I would make against, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I, there's a, there's a property property rights argument I would make way before that, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's just, it's yeah. something that, um, uh, I, I think is missing from the, from the public discourse probably, I mean, largely because it very understandably has some, you know, horribly negative connotations. If we look back historically to the Nazis and stuff, I mean, I, I certainly don't like support <laughs> mass genocide or anything remotely like that for the sake of, uh, eugenics. But I guess, I guess that's kind of my, uh, my agenda and with my call tonight. Yeah. Well, it's interesting to think about too, because there are, there are different contexts here and I'm not sure that I consider either more or less moral or acceptable, but maybe you guys do. You could have government policy to try to select for certain characteristics or genes or however you want to put it, or you could have parents voluntarily selecting the traits of their offspring. Are those the same? Are those different? What are the moral implications on those? Yeah, I mean, they're different. They could definitely both be like, you know, eugenic things, but I, I think there are some very relevant moral differences. But my point is like, I think like if you say eugenics, everyone is just going to say, oh, that's such an evil concept. I think we need to think about eugenics because either our society as a whole is either moving in a eugenic or a dysgenic direction. I mean, our gene pool isn't staying still. So it's either improving or it's it's getting worse. And I think it's currently getting worse because of uh, a lot of our policies. And I think we need to keep that in mind as something that should be of concern as we think about our competitiveness on the national stage. We, we can't yeah. be competitive if, if we have a worsening gene pool. Right. We have to let you go, but I, I will point out that people that um, have homo- racially homogenous sexual preference also do engage in some level of eugenics on a subconscious level, don't they? Uh, well, it, it depends. Maybe I'm not actually sure exactly what the, uh, 
answers to that question because there is some advantage actually to like uh, having you know genetic uh, mixing like you know sometimes by bringing at least genes that are somewhat distanced closer together in a new offspring like there there can actually be <laughs> I hate to be advocating for race mixing here but there are some advantages <laughs> to <laughs> you definitely can't do that on this season. show that's outrageous How <laughs> dare get you. out <laughs> all right well thanks for taking my call and risking the spicy topic uh, no, it's Bye. very interesting. Thank you. Um, appreciate it. Yeah, the moral implications of that are awfully slippery. It it it, it makes me, it, it, to me, I don't know how you avoid the ultimate question of what lives, being a person who decides what lives are worth living or not. And that yeah, is a question I don't, yeah. I don't want the power over. And I don't think I have well, the moral authority the power, over. Right? Yeah. Interesting to think about, though. Uh, Magic Sky Fairy is up next. Mr. Sky Fairy, you there? How you doing, Matt? I am well. How are you? No complaints. Well, I mean, many complaints, but... Uh, <laughs> you're you're our, uh, well, not the only, but you're one of our Canadian correspondents, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy. I'm you got any guy. insights on BBQ Man up there or some of the... I, there's, there's more rebellion in Canada than just that, I think, but he's the high-profile one. Uh, yeah, I don't have insights on him, although it's funny you should bring... I wasn't going to talk about that, but my fiance... I'll give you a little I, extra I time. It's cool. That's all right. So um, I was in the car with my fiance and I was talking about that guy. And she's like, well, if you did that, I'd be so pissed at you. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And she's like, you're threatening our livelihood. And I'm like, what livelihood? Like the guy doesn't have any money anymore. Like, that's it. Yeah. So his, this was he was just trying to make some money to be able to feed his, his wife and his kid. And, you know, she's like, look, this is I, I understand you don't agree, but like you have to go along or else you're going to suffer consequences. And who knows, he's going to be arrested now and he's getting sued for 100K and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I, I don't know, man. I mean, if, I hate to go to the Nazi Germany thing, even though, but like, would I be the guy, um, you know, that just doesn't say anything? I don't know. I like to think that I wouldn't be, but. Who knows? <laughs> I feel like we're obviously we're not at that level of, uh, you know, tyranny. But the idea that the government is going to tell you what you're allowed to leave your house for uh, and decide, oh, no, here are the, here's the list of reasons you can leave your house. Like, how well, about fuck off? Yeah. And just that perspective that you're talking about. I keep hearing this. It's been twisted. I don't want to unfairly characterize your fiance. I don't know what her perspective is. But if it is a, a variation of this, this sort of perspective that we hear. Oh, if you are one of the non-compliers, if you're one of the the mask wearers or one of the the businesses, quote unquote, illegally opening your doors, you are the reason why we have uh, yeah. economic troubles because you are prolonging them with your disobedience. It, it's really yeah. weird. Like you push back on government overreach, but you're the problem as to why the economy is being held back somehow. Some people might make that argument. She's just more just saying like you have a job right now. Don't do anything to rock the boat, which is true. Like I work for a Canadian bank that is, you know, basically going to do whatever the government tells it to. Until they come after your job, though. That's the thing. Well, yeah. And that was actually that does segue nicely into what my question was actually sure. originally going to be about. It was a what do question. So uh, Canada is pretty cocked and very globalist. <laughs> and I feel like down the line, you know, just objectively stating that. Uh, we're going to get some kind of rule or law, I'm sure. I, I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but I, I assume I'm not. We're going to be told you've got to, you know, get this vaccine. Um, and I have a feeling that somewhere down the line, my employer is going to say, hey, as a condition of your employment, uh, you need to provide c confirmation that you've taken this thing. And I don't want to take that. Like, I, I just don't see a reason to take the vaccine. 
because first off, for my age group, like I'm just not going to die from it. I'm a yeah. healthy person. Um, and I don't know what kind of, sh- I, I don't trust them enough to let them inject me with shit. Like I'm not a, like a full Nor should you. or anything, but like, right. like they, I, they have the globalists and the fucking government and all this COVID bullshit and the gaslighting the entire system now I don't trust. So I want as little to do with them as possible. I'll, I'll comply only to the minimum extent that is needed, <laughs> like to not end up in jail. Yeah. Yeah. I think every individual has to make that decision for themselves. But to me, any kind of forced vaccine is a, is a, it's a hill to die on for me. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I know we, I saw we have some questions later at the end of the show about that. I'm prepared to die on that hill. I don't care what you cut off from me. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing yeah, it. Nah. It's not a, it's not a vaccine thing per se. It's not like, Oh, you don't believe in the science of it. No, I don't believe that you have a right to stab me against my consent. And I will never submit to that idea. I understand that perspective and I wrestle with it myself because I agree with you a hundred percent, but at the same time, uh, I don't know if, if that just is universally like to be employed, you need to have had the vaccine yeah. for every job. If I'm going to apply to McDonald's and they're still <laughs> going to say, Hey, you're hired. Uh, you just got to prove your, give us your vaccine papers and then you're good. Like, I, I, I don't know. Is that like, what, what do <laughs> like, I just don't, where do I go? I can't make my own business. Uh, I don't have the capital for it. Uh, for, um, well, I I would say we got to cross this bridge when we get to it, first of all. Um, yeah. But it's not that unrealistic. That bridge might be coming up. It, it seems like it's heading that way. But Because it's I not like we're the only people that are in this situation. Yeah. The, I, I think half the people in this country are going to refuse to take the vaccine. Yeah. In your country, not in my country. Well, I guess it is maybe slightly different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I still think even in Canada, and I don't know, I haven't been to Canada for a long time, so you tell me. But I think there's going to be a critical mass of people who ain't about that, frankly. And if you have to create, you have to create like a sub economy of people who aren't doing this, it it may happen. I don't think that you're going to get 100% compliance in Canada, even in Canada. And here's another thing to consider. Uh, the black market for fake vaccine documentation is going to be a, uh, a robust industry. So you might be able to purchase something there or you might find a new job as a fake document creator. There's a new opportunity for you. <laughs> uh, well, that's an interesting angle. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, thanks for answering the question. We'll call that the end of my call and I'll let the next guy come on. I think we've exhausted this. All right. Well, thank you, ma'am. Thanks for calling. Have a good one. You as well. Okay, Viking Jesus is up next. That'll be an interesting question. How much hardship am I willing to endure in protest of a potentially mandatory vaccine? I I hope it's a I hope that I'm not just bullshitting here. I'll go a long way. I don't I don't want anything to do with that. No, under no circumstances am I doing that. People are like, well, you're not gonna be able to fly anymore. I'm like, all right, guess I'm driving. (laughs) Yeah, guess that's the way it is until they set up checkpoints at state lines. Yep. Hmm. Or even to enter cities or something like that. Viking Gosh, Jesus. Where we're headed. Yeah, it. I'm here. How are you doing, guys? Greetings once again from the Democratic People's Republic of Portland. Oh, that's and right. For, it's been a little. I haven't heard a lot of Portland time. news lately. Ever since Ted Wheeler got reelected, that's the last thing I heard. Yeah, and and believe it or not, I never thought I'd say this, but I am actually glad he got reelected. <laughs> yeah, he was the sensible <laughs> choice on the ballot somehow. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully this is a lot, at least close to the last time I'll be calling from Portland. We're going to a uh, 
Uh, next week, we're going to go look at a house in a, in a town so small, even God forgot. Are you staying in Oregon or are you leaving the state? Uh, well, we're uh, staying in Oregon. I've, uh, we've got a, a family farm here that I want to oh, at least stay relatively close to. Mm. So, Do you think but, Kate uh, Brown will leave you alone there, though? Um, I doubt it. Yeah. No, she, uh, she, uh, just her latest round of, uh, of, uh, you know, lockdowns and, and, you know, her, uh, budget proposal. I mean, <laughs> well, her, uh, latest budget proposal was, uh, she wants like 146 million for, uh, to repair the computer systems for the unemployment department. And she's been sitting on 80 plus billion, uh, 80 plus million for, uh, over a decade. When the un- well, I don't know what Oregon's unemployment rate is, to be fair, but I can envision a situation under her leadership where the unemployment is so high that the cost of the computers necessary to process the unemployment claims is far greater than the revenue generated by the people who are themselves unemployed. That's quite a situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fucking nuts. But I mean, I, I haven't I haven't uh, I haven't worked since February. Um Oh my God! Is that you because know, of uh, coronavirus been... stuff or something else? No, it's because of the uh, the coronavirus. I mean, I'm Ugh. I'm self-employed, and my my business is I go around from various different events, and I vend my leather goods. Oh yeah, and... so that's right. So it's like it's a very event-heavy thing, event-dependent. Yeah, and that's right. Yeah, and if there are no events, then I mean, I there haven't been any gun shows or anything like that for yeah. me. You know. Uh, 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 you know, for on the one side of my booth, I do the the gun shows and and whatnot to sell the concealed carry holsters. That's right. And then on the other side of my booth, I do more adult fair. You know, with right, chains right. and so uh, and yeah, nothing's going anywhere. But I had a couple of events lined up, but then then the newest round of lockdowns came in, and and you know, geez, man, that's uh, so. That's what's, terrible. What's the state of Oregon doing? Are the, like what? Uh, how long do they offer benefits? Uh, well, through uh, last I heard, it's through the end of the year. Okay. For, uh, for self-employed, uh, although uh, you know, our beloved Miss Brown, that useless fucking cunt, she's you know just going to keep extending the the emergency, you know, declarations, you know, forever. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, half and well. It just got declared that half of the state is going to be, you know, uh, uh, in a state of emergency for at least the, you know, at least the next month before it gets. And it, de- um, ex- it never you know, even got that bad in Oregon. I was looking at the data. I'm pretty sure Montana has worse deaths per capita than Oregon does. Yeah. And we've had, you know, we've had the bullshit here. We have the mask mandate. We, our governor has tried to shut down bars at 10 p.m. and all that kind of crap. But we, as far as I understand, we haven't had the, the regulations on the level that you guys have, but our situation, uh, our situation was, well, I mean, it's, it's been low the whole time, relatively speaking, but Oregon is really low. Oregon's like bottom 10 states or something like that. Yeah. Is it really? It's yeah. not bad at all. And what, yeah. really, what really pisses me off right now is, yeah, we've got all these lockdowns, you know, but, you know, retail is still open hair salons, massage parlors, they're still open because, you know, our beloved Miss Brown, you know, like fucking, she still needs her hair done. And, and, yeah. you know, all, all the people making the rules still need to be pampered. Oh, of course. Of course. You know? Well, all the best yeah. with your move. And, yeah. uh, 
sorry to hear about all that. This is really affecting people's day to day lives, and everybody's still just taking it. Well, uh, I've been, you know, <sighs> COVID fatigue's been hitting me really bad. I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm an extreme introvert anyway. Yeah. But the best the best way I've ever seen it put is I saw something the other day was, uh, you know, it's like my batteries are getting are dying because they're just keep getting recharged without ever being drained. Yeah. Interesting. You know. Okay. All right, man. Well, all the best to you, and I hope that this situation resolves. Uh, you would you would hope that the the vaccine stuff that that will ease some of the restrictions, but the way this has been going, I have no reason to believe these people are going to loosen their grip once the vaccine is out. Yeah. They'll think of oh, some new reason. No. Why would they? They're not going to get back to power. No, they never do. Mm. All right. Well, all the best, man. All right. Yep. Have a good night. Bye. Lol. Senin. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Lol, you there? Uh, hello? Yeah, Hi. what's on your mind? Uh, can both you and Blondhammer give me two seconds? I gotta turn on the off the uh, video. Yeah, you're good. Loud and clear. Yeah, we can hear you. Awesome. So I have three kind of three points I want to make, but we'll go where it goes. Uh, first of all, to address the first caller, Eugenics means a really specific thing, and I don't really like people equating eugenics with Nazism, to be honest. Like, I work with people who have rare inherited disorders, who have basically mm -hmm. hundredfold increases of cancer risk. Mm. Obviously, that's not their fault. Obviously, it's an awful issue, but obviously, you don't want your children to have a hundredfold cancer risk if you can't. Can, can do so. So, sure. That that's that point. Second thing is um. Hello. Did we lose him. Hello. Oh, oh, there we go. We lost you for a second. Oh, cool. So I was referring to vaccines. Mm. I have a extensive knowledge base about health and all that fun stuff. Have, have either of you heard of thalidomide? Yep. I have not. Thalidomide was uh, an FDA approved and also approved in Europe, very effective drug for morning sickness that caused just abhorrent birth defects. Um, mm. The FDA actually really got on it quickly and it was still being prescribed in Europe, uh, I think for maybe several years after the FDA got on it. So we don't have a lot of thalidomide uh, malformations in the United States, but in Germany, uh, and in other areas of Europe, there's like a pretty large population of people that were born without arms and legs uh, wow. in there. I think that 60s bad. and 70s. Now. Oh, so this is like horrible this is birth like, effects. Uh, like 1950s era, or when was this? I think it started being prescribed in the 50s, and then the FDA was all over it by the late 50s, and mm. then it went into Europe until the early 60s. But I'm not positive if I'm right about that. I'm not sure about the dates, but Blonde's exactly right in terms of the consequences. So if you're, again, if you're a healthy person, not in the age, the, the high-risk age without any um, comorbidities, mm -hmm. again, contact, always, I, I defer to your doctor, I defer to your medical professionals, but I don't think if you're 20 healthy you have any reason to get a vaccine to be honest but yeah again yeah. why would you 
Well, and I don't, the thing I don't understand about vaccine, it, it's not that I don't understand it. It's the way people's perspectives have shifted again. It's like I said, when I saw Seth MacFarlane tweeting a few months ago about how you should get a flu vaccine to protect other people. When have uh, we ever, right. when have we ever treated vaccines that way? Vaccines, as far as I understand, have always been about protecting you from infection. And that's yep. fine. If you feel like it's going to protect you, I fully support your right to do that. But now we've created this this idea where I have an obligation to vaccinate myself to protect you. But if the vaccine works, why are you worried if I haven't vaccinated myself? If, if it works for you, you are protected. And I, uh, I, I'm I the only one at risk in that situation. Am I missing something? I feel like I'm an idiot who doesn't uh, understand how this works. You're speaking exactly to me. Again, my school mandated back uh, flu vaccines this year and I don't want to make a wave, but of course, I flu vaccines tend not to have particularly high effects. Yeah. Well, that's the it's, last time I got vaccines, too, was they were required when I was in college. Absolutely. One last point I want to make is Florida elections. Holy shit. Hmm. Um, again, the... I don't want to overstate this, but legitimately the entire future holds on these two Florida elections. Oh, you mean and Georgia? It, oh, sorry. Sorry. You're right. Um, and there's people, Linwood is the big one, who've been putting dispute into the validity of these elections. And I don't even want to make statements on whether there's ballot fraud or any of that. But holy shit, if you want to maintain america go fucking vote in these georgia elections <laughs> if you're applicable well i thought yeah maybe that's the correct answer um because i did hear uh linwood and Sidney powell speaking in georgia today and this is not to say anything about their claims of fraud obviously i want those investigated and adjudicated but some of the things they had to say about refusing to vote in georgia until certain electoral reforms are are implemented uh, i think uh is incredibly unwise even if you believe that fraud is happening you still yeah. should go out and vote and you still should do what you can and maybe to your point the answer is if you think the fraud is rampant in georgia figure out your own counter fraud and let's get let's get those senators uh, uh, uh. in because i agree the consequences of having a Narrow Kamala Harris majority in the Senate are going to be dire. It's going to be really bad if that happens. I don't think it's going to happen, but it it will be bad. Uh, last point. Le legitimately, obviously follow all your state laws and regulations, but the difference between a 50-50 Senate and a 51-49 Senate is fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. It, and it, I would... It, 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 uh, Sorry, go ahead. Again, if you, if you don't want the the new states if you don't want the end of the filibuster if you don't want the end of the electoral college well, go just, fucking vote in georgia just imagine if they got that 50 50 and they had the slimmest kamala harris tie-breaking vote to ram down all of these things her cackling as she undermines oh. american institutions and undermines the traditions of the senate her cackling our way to communism. I don't want to watch that. And it's not, it's, we were talking about this before we went live. It's not just what they will do if they have that. It's what the pushback will be because people, huge percentage, possibly half of this country don't believe Joe Biden is a legitimate president. You think they're going to believe yeah. two Democrats from Georgia. And you think they're going to accept the trampling of their constitutional rights by the slimmest of majority, so-called majorities. It's really just Kamala Harris. 
waving her magic wand. That is that is a recipe for serious conflict. I don't want to watch that. That's going to be yeah. a bad show. Uh, last thing, I think this would legitimately be the funniest future. So imagine we one or two states, or not senators, one or two senators win Georgia. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden dies of this horrible ankle broken yeah, his really. dog. Yeah. Have we not heard anything <laughs> from him yet? So. I saw him in a walking boot. He was out and about. And, 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 and going off of that, we got we got a good friend, uh, Tommy Harris. Yeah. In the, our first two years, imagine she she does some pretty radical um, exec orders, ban assault weapons, things like that. Yeah. Right. Um. And imagine in the midterm elections that um, you get a supermajority in the Senate, a supermajority in the House. And our good friend, the first um, female president, uh, gets to be the only fe- the only president who's removed. <laughs> oh, well, I suppose that, that might be something. Yeah, that might be a fitting ending. One could hope for that, I guess. All right. Well, All thank right. you, man. Have a good night. Awesome. Have a good one. Okay, we are due for a quick break. Uh, over on D Live, buddy Jimmy Silosopher, thank you for supporting the show. Friends, fishing with Paul. I'm here on D Live now. Alt Tech. Well, thank you for keeping the D Live community alive and well. That is appreciated. Let's see. Hop over to Streamlabs quickly. Kim says I'm swamped with work tonight, mostly due to my own procrastination, but I'm using the show to get me through it. Like always, thanks for the sanity safe space. Well, thanks for tuning in and all the best with whatever work you may be doing. Much appreciated. Um, we ha- are you done? Sorry. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have Kevin Smith in this brave new world 2020. They managed to turn fear into a virtue. Ain't that the truth? They've managed to turn a lot of things into virtues. Uh, yeah. But yes, irrational fear being treated as a virtuous uh, characteristic, something to be celebrated. That's, uh, well, one of many recipes for a bad society, for sure. I know. I know. Uh, Rocky Mountain Monk, sad day today. We lost one of the great champions of liberty. Rest in peace, Walter Williams. I did see that, although I'm not very familiar with his uh, work. Neither am I. So I saw some quotes floating around from him, and he seemed like a, a, a good dude. But I'm not, I'm not very familiar with him, actually. So maybe now would be a good time to get acquainted. Posthumously, it's always a good time though. Uh, Kapler yeah. seventy nine. The vaccines are filled with nanobots that will turn people into the Borg as part of the fourth industrial revolution. Internet of Things, great reset, and used to dominate China. Used to dominate China in the AI arms race. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Um, Judge Lot, Matt Carter, Lauren from Unsafe Space, name dropped you recently. He's a big fan. Would you consider going on a show? You guys would get on well. Skag never invites himself onto people's shows. I'm usually willing to go wherever I'm invited. So yes, but yeah, as a general rule, I don't, uh, I don't message people and say, let me encroach upon you. So, uh, but yeah, if uh, I'm not, I'm not familiar with this person actually. So I appreciate the kind words. And uh, if this person wants to reach out, my inbox is always open. Um, that dead eye guy had a great Thanksgiving. My parents are convinced the election was stolen, but I've been trying to talk them away from getting extremely upset when it is inevitably Never proven in court. Hmm. I'm already resigned to Biden. Yeah, I'm still getting a lot of shit in the comments from our shows about my resignation, but I don't really know what you people want me to do about this. Like, is false hope going to make things better? 
because we're toast on this one. I think you just got to be as fair as possible in considering the arguments and the evidence that are presented. But yeah, I, I would put it as extremely small chance this is ever proven in a way that would change outcomes or anything like that. I I want to get to the bottom of what happened. I want to oh, know so the truth. I. And I think we should we should maintain well, I think focus we do on that. know the truth. I think we can infer it pretty reliably. Yeah. There's, yeah. You know, one thing we didn't get a chance to talk about on Sunday, it wasn't on the list of sort of coincidences or oddities that we're supposed to accept in the Patrick Basham piece I had pointed out, but it is another thing to consider. Uh, I know Robert Barnes had been talking about this among other people. Did you know that in every urban center, Joe Biden underperformed Hillary Clinton, except mm-hmm. Milwaukee, Detroit, uh, Detroit, wait, Wait, Philadelphia. Guess, correct. And, what's and Atlanta. The, correct. Yeah. Just the perfect recipe he happened to crush. But in every other urban center, he was sub Hillary. Mm. In those four, not only did he crush, but those were part of his pathway to getting the most votes ever. Stuff like that on its face, I will never accept. Whether I can prove that it was fake, that shit's fake. It just is. That is not a thing. Nobody was nobody was rushing out of the hood to vote for Joe Biden <laughs> in record numbers. It's not it's just not a thing that happened. But ridiculous. You do if you if you can't change it in court, you do have to move on to to the next fights that are coming. I guess it's not either or. I don't want to say give up, but like serious fights are coming ahead. We have to keep our eye on those too. Oh yeah, I know. I'm not saying give up. It's just you know this particular fight. I think is. And and Trump should continue filing lawsuits and seeing everything through to the best of his ability. I don't think he should throw in the towel. I just have thrown in the towel. He hinted the other day at the Christmas party. He said, we're trying for four more years, but if not, I'll see you in four years. He could yeah. be. He could be just basically the shadow president for four years. He could do his all, all his Maybe. campaign stops and he could just laugh Maybe. from afar. It'd be fun. Yeah, it's true. It's going to be old as hell, though. He will. But those but- four years really did zip by, didn't they? And he's still high energy. I I, yeah. I think he's still. Who knows? Things can happen in four years, but I think he could do it. Yep. Oh, let's uh, circle back. Sorry. Okay. Let me uh, in case I need to. Uh, who's up next? So I can mark it. Friends and fishing with Paul. Okay. Let's mark that and let's hop back into the calls. Who was up next? Uh, Clash of Champions. Clash of Champions. You're good to go if you're ready. All right. Oh, good to hear you guys. How you guys been doing? Good. How are you? We are well. Good. Good. Um, uh, what's on my mind is something that's kind of had been bothering me since the fucking since the time Biden had uh, supposedly won, like uh-huh. the news reporting that he won. It's regarding COVID. You notice how the same people who were complaining about COVID. We were complaining about people who didn't wear masks, that we were killing grandma, that we need to stay inside, stay inside, save lives, all that crap. We're the same ones that were out there at the White House partying, saying, you about to lose your job, Trump. Yeah. That was a chant they were saying. Yeah. And only a few of, and, and, and a few of them weren't wearing masks. You notice that by any chance? Uh, well, I mean, I've, I guess I can't think of are you I don't know if you're talking about a specific event, but of course, I've seen celebratory Democrats conveniently forgetting the coronavirus rules they themselves yeah. advocate in every other context. Yeah, that's pretty much what I yeah. mean, just in general. Yeah, because I've noticed because I've noticed like uh, a lot of them 
plenty of them when we point this out to when I pointed it out to a lot, plenty of Biden supporters that your side is just as bad as Trump supporters when it comes to the whole mask thing. Mm-hmm. They, I've never seen so much deflection in my. <laughs> it's quite literally never. They never have an answer for. It. It's like, well, well, well. Trump supporters do it more. We'll uh, see Trump not- supporters are the ones complaining about not wearing masks. Okay, but well, your side is still fucking doing it. Yeah, and I, so I think it's worse because they have the hypocrisy. If people are saying, listen, I, I think this is all bunk and I'm not doing it, you may disagree with their decision, but at least they're not fooling you about it. The right. hardcore yeah. mask terrorists, corona terrorists who think that you're actually killing grandma and will lecture you in a store and confront you if you're not wearing a mask. The, the fact that they are caught in, at certain times without wearing masks themselves, that's worse than somebody being like, I don't give a shit and I'm not doing this. Because the, the latter is at least honest. Because the hypocrisy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you're right. At least the, the, the one who is not doing it is honest about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sometimes they can be a bit melodramatic. As you've seen in some of those public freakouts, some people flip out over it, which they shouldn't, but... At I least saw, I saw a clip. I don't know where it was, but it was at a, a Walmart or a Target, and it was a woman being approached by a masked man, like you know, a, a, not a not a ski mask, obviously, but a coronavirus mask, a, a healthy mask. And he was he was berating her, telling her to put on her fucking where mask. Where was this? I don't know what city, but it was at a store like a Target or a Walmart. I could <sighs> find the clip. Um, and hmm. and and but this guy was advancing on her. Like, like aggressively pursuing her across the store saying, put on your fucking mask. And Dude. somehow, somehow that's treated as virtuous, like to harass a woman across a store. And if, if the virus is so dangerous, it's like, why the hell are you approaching a person to why, be in close contact? Well, why are you even anyone? outside of your house? If that's the case. But imagine how twisted we are where we have adult men aggressively pursuing women and intimidating them the whole time. She's saying, get away from me. Leave me alone. I'm trying to, I'm trying to leave, leave me alone. She's, yeah. Backing away from him and he keeps pursuing. We've become so twisted to believe that that guy is a hero. When in any other context, yeah, he's an abuser of women. Yeah, he's a stalker. Yeah. He would have been rightfully lit up like a Christmas tree if he was advancing on her for something. But the fact that she's wearing a mask, she's not wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. Right on. You you show that that non-mask wearer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it's... uh. In saner times, men would protect women, but this this guy thinks he is protecting women. I suppose, like by advancing, by being physically aggressive with them in that way, he he is protecting I mean, them. Exactly, somehow. is he protecting people yeah. at an old folks' home? They're well, not going to leave the the house. They're not going to leave that old folks' home anytime I soon. Know. I don't know. Uh, any final thoughts for me before we let you go? Um, you know, just I just find it both entertaining and sad that like they have no words when it comes to their own hypocrisy. It's yeah. just, again, they'll just shift the blame just like they do with everything else. Yeah. They'll shift the blame over to Trump supporters, say it's their fault because when the riots happen, Oh, it, it, it wasn't the riots that caused the spike. It was, it was a couple of people who were sitting down at a pool party that caused it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was those punk kids at that pool party in the Ozarks. Remember that one? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that, it was that toilet liquor girl. Itself. It probably was her. She probably did spread the <laughs> run a little bit. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. man. Yeah, all right. Have a great night. Right, you- Have you been following these uh, 
California politician hypocrites. I mean, the list is too long to name yeah. them all. But the San Jose mayor is that who? That guy, the the lady on the L.A. County Board of Supervisors or whatever it was, who voted to ban not just indoor dining at restaurants, but outdoor dining. You can't. And then she eat. went to the Santa Monica restaurant. Yeah. Yes, hours mm-hmm. afterwards. And yeah, she says, care. well, it wasn't a violation because it didn't take effect till later. Well, yeah, but why are you, vo- if it's that dangerous, why are you voting for it? And then why are you yourself participating in it? And then later, she blamed Trump supporters. She says, oh, there's Trump supporters protesting at my house without masks. They're the ones spreading the virus. Unreal. You know, they don't people. care. They, they don't care that they're doing this so obviously. They, apparently not. But it is, it is astounding to me. And, and maybe, maybe someday. Ugh. <laughs> Pretty foolish and optimistic to think that someday California might wake up, but these people might just be awful enough to make it happen. I love scrolling through the comments on the coverage of some of those people because you do have California residents who are probably in more rural parts and see this bullshit for what it is. But you also have the Democratic Party loyalists who are in L.A. or San Francisco or wherever, and they'll make all these excuses and say, yeah, but Trump. It's like yeah. Trump never did any of this shit. You might not like his policy, but he didn't deceive you in this way. How can you not liking a policy or not? I get, but this is like what we were talking about before. Someone who doesn't follow their own rules, someone who tells you to do certain things, but doesn't do it themselves. Someone who's that dishonest. That's worse than any particular policy, but they eat it mm-hmm. up. They love it. Yeah. They want more. I know. I know. Mm. We deserve this. This is what we get, isn't it? Well, it's certainly what California deserves. That's for sure. Yeah. Jenya Bath is up next. Jenya Bath, you're good to go if you can hear me. I can indeed. What's on your mind? Uh, something I've been trying to get across uh, on one of the call-in shows, but it always seems to be one of those things where I there's like Thanksgiving or I don't make it, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of those things is, uh, well, I guess to back up on one of the more recent things i found out you know the girl from a few years ago the dice is scum girl with the shaved head and the black lipstick and whatnot no i'm gonna google it see if i can refresh my memory the right. what girl dice uh, like scum she, yeah she was uh, really <laughs> famous for having like she's... a really uh exactly the I tattoo like the tattoo right yeah <laughs> just if you google well, die cis scum as in cis like cisgender i don't remember this at all i don't know that i've seen her before but the picture's funny oh right, yeah that's right yeah apparently she has come out as being cisgender and, <laughs> uh, you can, and there's actually a pretty good picture of her where she doesn't look uh like a thumb whoa oh uh, yeah here's some here's an article Right. When exactly. when was this? So the headline, I don't see the Oh, this is some um, this is dated all the way back in 2016, October 15th. Die cis scum girl left feminism is normal now. And actually, yeah, she does really? look like she looks like a, you know, a normal chick. Yeah, right. That was something I only normally I only recently figured out, but uh it kind of goes into my topic that I wanted to talk about, which is that uh something that I kind of noticed along political lines that kind of parallel some other things is that like in the military, for an example, we have a lot of rules as far as uh, surrendering and, you know, what you can do to, you know, prisoners of war and things like that. Yeah. And a lot of things as far as like, uh, basically you're not allowed to, you know, mistreat prisoners of war. And that's 
halfway an eth ethical thing, but it's also halfway a strategic thing where it makes it so that people don't want to fight to the death if you if they know that they're not going to be mistreated if they should mm. surrender. Sure. So surrender isn't as terrible of an option. Right. And That's a good point. I've never thought about that before. There's something similar with Christianity as well, where that's sort of the whole forgiveness component of Christianity that uh, at least was missed a lot in like the 90s whenever there was a moral panic there. People used to basically have the perception of Christians as basically using hell as a thing that they're using to weaponize against people as opposed to like, you know, come to our side. It's a better over here. Mm -hmm. And that has more recently come out and the, I guess the right wing circle, although it's kind of becoming expanding so much because uh, of all the people who are tired of the insanity coming over. And I don't know. I just kind of noticed the, uh, the trend you know how you don't get uh what's the word for it uh excommunicated from the right wing as you do with the left wing there isn't so much of a uh, well yeah you know. yeah I, I guess i've never thought of the strategic value of mercy in that way because you usually think about it for its ethical or moral value but yeah i mean i can i can tell you for sure man I, when i was one of the good uh, Obama voting Democrats or progressives. And I found the reason I found my way this way is because um, the Trump supporting people had more fun and they were funnier and they had memes and all that. But yeah, but also because they were more welcoming. And even though that I, at the time I disagreed with them, none of those people were trying to shun me. They were trying to persuade me honestly. And eventually they did. And it was never, mm -hmm. um, they never tried to browbeat me into joining the team. Yeah. They tried to entice me. They tried to persuade me. They tried to make it a welcoming thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, it, I can't speak for everybody, but for a personality type like mine, if you try to browbeat me into submission, it'll never work. You have to, you have to convince me. You have to make me a case that I can't refute. And, um, and they did that. They did. And they did that in good faith. That's how they won people over. Right. I kind of noticed that, Whenever I started noticing that, you know, you you hear uh, stories of left wingers who, uh, like you said, they just see people having fun or having a good time, and they weren't, you know, trying to push their ideology onto you. It's just you kind of get drawn into it. Yeah, I recognized that whenever stories started coming out like that, uh, that they were really similar to like Christian conversion stories of how people see that uh, people with uh, who are Christians tend to live better lives and be just generally happier yeah but you know they're not nearly so uh turned on by people who tell them about how they're going to be burning in hell for uh eternity because they because of this that or the other you know yeah uh yeah i know my church definitely emphasized the you know uh the whole you know jesus uh uh didn't disassociate himself from people who uh weren't part of the faith you know because mm. that's the only way of really convincing them well, that was one theme that really stuck with me from the unplanned movie too. When I saw that last year, I know it's fiction based on truth, so it's not necessarily fair, but the thing that I thought was amazing about the story, Abby's story was she was once committing acts that her opponents believed to be murder. And, uh, you know, uh, and mm -hmm. they were still willing to take her in. You believe someone is, industrially killing people basically 
and they still took her in in good faith and converted her. That is, um, I mean, you want to talk about an act of mercy. That's, that's pretty incredible. Well, you know, Jesus forgives. Isn't it our job? I suppose I said something a few weeks ago that I really regret. Like, I don't know if it's our jobs to be forgiving as Christians Hmm. or if this is just like, if it's supposed to be God's final judgment or I don't know. I, I don't really know where we stand on this, but we probably should be acting in the image of Jesus Christ and that we forgive one another, but not for everything. There's a lot of righteous. Say, anger that in the sounds Bible like too. some real pussy shit for you. <laughs> but there's a lot of, there, it's true. There's a lot of righteous anger in the Bible too. Um, and the yeah. world will become too chaotic. It is our job to take care of the world. Hmm. That, that's right, what definitely. God but I guess us, it's yeah. like the same as like how, like you might get angry at your kids for doing something that they shouldn't do, but you're not going to damn them, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the thoughts, right. man. That's uh, very interesting stuff. So thank you for calling in. All right. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Patriot is up next. Patriot, you're good to go if you're ready. It is our job to take care we'll of get, Gotta get that stream muted. Oh, my voice. Gross. <laughs> it's a little distorted, to be fair. Patriot. Nope. Patriot. Okay, I got to mute him. I don't want to hear my own voice. I'll let him hang out, but I got to mute him for a second. See if we can get that under control. Who's up? Or maybe I grabbed the... Where did I get... Did I grab Patriot wrongly? Maybe. Actually, Patriot, I think I grabbed... Sorry, man. I think I grabbed you wrongly. Where did I get that? That's not right. Sometimes, man. Sometimes you don't even know how to run your own show. Sorry about that, Patriot. Uh, Let's see. We just talked to Jenny Bath. Zunesis. That's a name. Zunesis, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh, hey. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, yep. sir. What's on your mind? Oh, uh, basically the general state of the world and everything. Uh, it's my first <laughs> time actually calling in. Oh, well, thanks um, for calling. And getting through. Uh, I would just like to say that, uh, you know, there's, I would just want to lay it out what I think needs to be done as far as like, Pretty much preparing for this because uh, this this whole sequence of events has never really been has never really happened at any point. You know, World you War Joe say, is that what you're look, talking about? Or what's the sequence? Yeah, of events? well, well, I think the technology this time is what's the issue. It's the main thing that's different. Okay. Um, because you know you could say that, like a bunch of different possibilities are you know on the table like you either we secede or you know but in any case you know you've got um if our if our country pretty much uh destroys itself then you know china is going to be you know right there to leap in and uh, there's all this technology available now so what i think needs to happen is uh trump needs to make his own social media company his own technology company we're going to need the infrastructure as well we're going to need like servers because uh you know the oh, yeah. thing the next thing the next big thing they're planning is probably a uh, a cyber attack that's going to take out the power grid hmm. i don't i guess i don't know what sort of protections we have against that sort of thing would that be possible to take <laughs> yeah out- it's, it's we don't have it, very it many. is possible yeah hmm. there's not much we're going to be able to do when this inevitably happens Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's already been alluded to, like, in the Great Reset thing and about all those, you know, 
but the World Economic Forum, that's the next thing. Uh, I, you know, I've been recommending Dave Cullen's videos a lot. Yeah, they've been excellent. And, uh, yeah, he's got his latest videos talking about that exactly, like how they've already been dropping clues as to it's going to be a digital coronavirus, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> God. And, uh, yeah, Do we need digital masks? Is there going to be any more of that bullshit? Well, I mean, if the power goes out, there goes the internet, there goes people's ability to communicate in any kind of way. I'd be so mad if they the delete COVID. the internet. Fucking, uh, and, whatever. You know, I guess I'll learn to farm like at that point. Amazon servers. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it'll be better. Maybe I'll learn to farm and I'll have a more wholesome life. Maybe it's for the best. Well, yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, Trump, with what remaining money he has and what remaining influence he has, he needs to start his own social media company. And uh, he needs to get people like... That's why I think that, uh, honestly, I think that um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. I think he's controlled opposition because a lot of times Seriously? he says, the, this, yeah, you know, because he says all this based shit sometimes, like that, you know, tweet about communism where, you know, five, uh, seven things to tell your children and yada yada. And the very bottom one is oh. like, communism has failed and every, every time it's been tried. <laughs> I didn't see that one. But uh, at the same time, I think that, you know, he's, he's starting the whole Neuralink thing. And he's mm-hmm. in control of that project, which, uh, you know, pretty much I think is the next is part of the whole fourth industrial revolution, that whole thing, you know. Yeah, we'll see. Man. Uh, I guess I guess I didn't realize our power grid was that vulnerable, but I just don't know that much about our infrastructure and how we have that all set up. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I'll keep an eye on it. Any final thoughts? Well, you? Uh, all I'm saying is, you know, just meet up in person, you know, get to know yeah. your community. That whole the local thing is very, yeah. definitely very important. But we do need people in, infl- in uh, positions of influence and power to be able to uh, really affect anything. You know? It's true, yeah. man. We need butts and seats. We need butts to sit in butts seats and, and just seats. say no, no. Yeah. Sooner or later, I'm going to sit in the <laughs> seats around here and do that. I'm going to fold my arms. No, everyone who comes in front of me, every goddamn person. No, my job to sit here and say it. All right. Oh yeah, and uh, and one more thing. I definitely, um, I definitely recommend Unsafe Space. That somebody in the comments. Uh, hmm. Really, I'm not familiar uh, with this YouTuber. Yeah, yeah well, it's a it's a, a duo. It's a Carter, and then he's uh, got Carrie, who is uh, kind of like a former, you know, uh, SJW who pretty much came around to, and they have some really amazing conversations. Really? She was, uh, she was, uh, Carrie was on Tim Pool's, uh, podcast, hmm. uh, just recently, actually. Okay. Well, thank you for the thoughts, man. No problem. Thank you. Ha- have a great night. You too. Okay. Next up is, uh, oh, it's our friend Bill. Good to hear from Bill. Mr. Marine Echo. You there? Hey, what's going on, guys? You finally got in. I feel like I always give you a raw deal. You always get Dude, the uh, short end of the randomization. I, I am like always the last or like one or two from the last people yeah. away. Yeah. Um, and I try different timestamps and it is whatever it is. So lucky you tonight. Good to hear from you. Yeah. Good to hear from you. And congratulations. I sent you guys a super chat. Congratulating That's... you on uh, becoming an honest man. And, <laughs> thank, uh, thank you. That's right. I guess we haven't spoken by voice, but uh, congratulations, congratulations on your news as well. Yeah. Yes, I'm glad Rebecca remembers. Oh, yeah. My brain doesn't work, but I never forget a pregnancy. So that's true. Yeah, she got really excited. How, how far <laughs> along is she? 
Uh, I think we're about 13 weeks. So just, oh, just nice. enough for Marine Corps boot camp. Uh, That's yeah. so great. After you get yeah. out of that first trimester, it's such a relief. Yeah, yeah. And the last time Matt and I talked, I was like the last caller and Matt made an exception. And I think you thought you might have had the coof then. So, uh, uh, when was this? Maybe a couple. Dude, I've had like three times where I think I had coronavirus. So I'm pretty sure yeah, at least one of them too. was actually it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. No, 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 not you, Matt, but uh, Rebecca was out. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, 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 okay. I still think I had it, but who knows? I'm a hypochondriac. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, so aside from the personal news and, and whatever else, of course, Matt, I sent you an email to be uh, on our little tiny channel, the little tiny yes, show, yeah. which will work out. Um, Rebecca, is what is your email now? Because is it the same? Are yeah, you still- blonde in the belly of the beast at Gmail. Okay, well, I'll I'll hit you up here soon too because we'd love love to have you on. Did but, you want uh, to? Okay, I guess I did, uh, did. You want to host us together, or did you want to do separate, or what's your what's your plan? Um, separate would be good because okay. you guys are different personalities. So uh, we we we've only had two different guests on so far, and uh, you know it's just building. It is what it is. We're we're it's four months in, and. You know, we're lucky if we have anyone watching live. (laughs) Well, it's I mean, it's not easy to build a podcast under normal circumstances. Lucky for Blonde and me, we snuck in when YouTube, you could still catch the YouTube wave. Nowadays, that's pretty much impossible. And podcasts in general don't really catch the algorithm wave unless there's something really crazy. It's, It's about, you know, the slow grind in that format. Right. Well, that's the thing is back when I got into both of you, I actually found Rebecca before you. We've talked about this before, but Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to do it then, except for I just was busy with life and had bought stuff to do it and set things up sort of and just never got along to it. And and yeah, there was a wave. I also feel like, though, that the. um. Even with all the purging, which is sad, but with all the purging, there's kind of a new voice coming out. So, Matt, you were on uh, uh, Plebeian Media or Plebeian Media, however you want to pronounce it, the yeah, other yeah. day. And I've been watching Don for a while, a couple months now, and I've watched him grow from about 1,000 to about 4,000 subs good. here in the last few months. So, yeah, it's great. And he does a good show every day, practically. So, Yeah, um, yeah it can anyways, be done, I- for sure. And I think... Um- just just for the benefit of people out there who might be trying to do it, what what you're talking about is a really valid approach these yeah. days, which is, you know, you, you build relationships with create with people making stuff that you like, and then you do some some uh, you do some cross promotion or you work together and, and you do that sort of thing. And then, you know, people who like us might hear your show. That's how they find your show, vice versa, whatever. But you, yeah, you got to. Nobody can count on Susan these days unless you are. um you know, unless you're like a trans disabled Latinx person who can be featured on their YouTube originals or something like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, I actually found, uh, quite frankly, because of you guys. And yeah. that actually brings me to uh, something I wanted to bring up, which is uh, Don covered this as well. But did you hear the Lieutenant General uh, McInerney report that like they that Trump like there's no way to confirm this at all. It's not the mainstream media at all. But uh, you can Google this. You can Google his name. But but they sent special forces to attack a CIA server farm in Germany, and like five soldiers were potentially killed. 
I've what? had a few emails about this and I've had some people telling me about this and then I've had other people tell me it's tinfoil. So I have not investigated myself, but have you Seems looked like it into would be this? huge news if true. I, I'm totally unfamiliar with this story. I'm yeah. not afraid to go tinfoil, but the general himself was on um what is it? Is it WVW, something like that. It, it's like worldview uh wide news or something like that. It's huh. like a smaller kind of newscast. Him and uh and, and and Flynn, General Flynn were on the show and and um he said this. So he's either crazy, maybe it's tinfoil. I have no idea, man. Is the is there um, an established connection to Dominion? That's what I've heard is that these servers are like Dominion servers. Is that true or is that just someone saying that? Again, dude, I've tried to research this. Um, I made a little video the other day on my channel that, that mm. my channel, my personal channel is all minus one yeah. versus my podcast show. Um, but I made a uh, little video about it and it started picking up views. Not a ton, but well, people are looking for it then. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yes. yes. And it's interesting because I can't find anything in the mainstream. He did say this on a a live stream, a live show. Why would he lie unless he's trying to stir up stuff? I mean, it's like it's the same thing with like the Sydney Powell stuff. If Sydney Powell is reputable, which supposedly she is, why would she make up nonsense about the Kraken? And the biggest thing with this was is he was saying that the Kraken is a name for a, 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 an intelligence military unit. That's which what would we make heard all- referenced on Sunday. Yeah. What? Right, right, which would make all this an internal conflict within the government, which obviously hmm. has been going on amongst the Trump administration, but but to this point of violence, which is crazy. Well, I guess, and I guess I'm on, so you're saying there were military members potentially injured or even killed. Who, who was, who were they fighting? I don't even understand. Like you're the doing CIA, a raid. Apparently. I'm what? Mad. So, wait, wait, wait. I'm it was the CIA Jack, versus American military. Said. That's the claim. Yeah, that's what the general said, what man. What the fuck? I, that, will send I mean, you if, the if that was true, account. that would be a, like a historic scandal. I Yes, and I will send you a link. You can listen to it yourself, a clip of him saying it okay. in the original source if you yeah. want after the show. Yeah, I, so I've, the, I've uh, definitely had a couple people emailing me about this. I just haven't taken the time to look into it. So if you have like oh, a, yeah, why? If you have a clean link to exactly that, I want to see it. It's probably in my oh, inbox yeah, so somewhere. Would you see me on that? Who have sent it to you? Me. Oh. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, blonde. Um, I, I uh, actually on our show, the ends justify the memes. We covered <laughs> this a little bit tonight at the end. <laughs> Thanks for the laugh. <laughs> I like a but, good uh, one. Yes, yes, and and the other thing was is the We the People, um, uh, conference or, or, or convention, where they're calling for this is some. Don't get me wrong. This is kind of stupid nonsense but this uh ohio um militia group or the leader of is calling for trump to have martial law call in the military and have a re-election with military paper ballots just for the feds and then he starts Whoa. quoting no no this is crazy i'll link you this too man okay but he starts quoting or, or talking about the stuff that lincoln did so Lincoln ordered hundreds of northern newspapers that spoke against them to be shut down, uh, a congressman in Ohio to be jailed, um, the chief justice, Roger Taney, to be jailed, yeah. so forth. In my opinion, Lincoln was not the great uh, bastion of liberty that we hold no, him up to no, be. No, he did a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but they're like calling for Trump to do this stuff. And I'm like, no, no, this is not the, that's not the way at all. Let's not, let's not go there. We're going to force um, the uh, free elections upon you. We're going to, well, yeah. let's just make him actual <laughs> Hitler. Let's just make him actual Hitler. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, uh, no, let's not do that, please. Yeah. I don't think Trump would anyways, but yeah. We'll see. Um, we we got to let you go, man, but I'll give you a last word. If you oh, want. I know. I No, I just wanted to, you know, say hi. Love you guys. Of course. Rebecca, I'll Thank get you. in contact with you for an, uh, okay. an, an interview. And uh, I will CC you guys and, and whatever. Um, but yeah, the tinfoil stuff. Like this stuff is yeah. out there. Yeah, I'll uh, check it out. But yeah, like I said, that uh, that thing was in the Washington Times. That was an ad they put out. That mm. I just mentioned, so that, okay. that's legit. Well, congrats <laughs> again to you and your lovely wife, and uh, right, perhaps we you. will uh, catch up soon. All right, take care. Have a good night. Bye. Okay, we're due for another break. Uh, let's see. Over on D Live, C Two K says, "Lovely christening pics, blonde." Thanks for sharing. I assume that's a shout out to your Instagram. Blonde underscore beast one. Not yet banned. It's mostly just pictures of my food and of my baby without her face. It's not. Oh, I was really going to say, if, if there were pictures of her face, that's got to be like a Discord troll material. I will ban. <laughs> I, I will throw it on the ban hammer. No, there are pictures of her face from when she was under three months old, mm. when she was in that generic baby phase. But I stopped yeah, yeah. putting pictures of her. Over on Streamlabs, Adolf Oliver Bush says, Durham can't be the special counsel. The special counsel, quote, it would be in the public interest to appoint an outside special counsel to assume responsibility for the matter, uh, an illegal citation. I wonder if Durham resigned. Well, what the hell is the status of the Durham investigation? Was it, remember uh-huh. when, they, when the report was supposed to come out in like September? And... You you would assume you're going to have to have something out on that before the uh, the incoming Biden administration takes yeah. office, if that is indeed what happens. Because I got to assume on the list of agenda items day one, uh, not doing the Russia, the investigation into the origins of the Russia investigation is going to be uh, that's going to be axed as soon as they walk in there. So uh, we I'd like to get some info out of that. But. Are we just Maybe not? Trump should just declassify everything he possibly can before he goes out. Pardon a bunch of people, declassify everything, and just be like, all right. I would like to see something like that. Go a little nuclear on uh, a lot of the secrets. Tell us about the aliens, man. Tell us what you got about Bigfoot and aliens, please. I know, right? Yeah. Have uh, you been Aaron- hearing, this is totally tangential, but have you been hearing all the stuff about Tucker being controlled opposition? <laughs> no. Who's saying that? I don't know. A lot of people I'm starting to get really worried about. It. I saw a video of him from Blackpilled where he's wearing a Kabbalah bracelet. I don't even know what that is. It's not great. Um, I have my guesses. Tucker, uh, Tucker Carlson. Is this true live chat? Is this tinfoil? Because if I lose Tucker in this, I, I it might be the last. I, I, well, I, oh, okay. So I see. You're, he's 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 controlled opposition in that way. Well, not necessarily. I mean, Kabbalah. When I hear Kabbalah, I don't think Judaism. I think like elite. I think Madonna. You know, mm. like she's oh, I, in I thought, Kabbalah. I thought you were going with like Tucker is an Israeli agent. I thought that was going to be the angle. No, I just think that maybe he's out there so that he can release the pressure valve for those of us that are filled with 
rage. No, like he's supposed to be your pacifier, basically. Rage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. But he never really says anything. All right. I don't Did know. Did he lose I, it? I don't know. Live chat seemed, and then Styx always thought he was a fraud. Always. Styx has always been very hard on Tucker, and uh, Maybe that's fine. He's right. I've I've never been a huge Tucker fanboy nor a Tucker hater. I think Tucker does overall good work, and sure, I I like the guy. I think he's a net positive, of course. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't. I honestly don't follow close enough to have like either huge loyalty or tinfoil hat theories about him. I did have huge loyalty, but now I think that he's gone. And I have this sinking feeling that we just have nobody in the media. You know, Sticks was right about this, I think. Well, in general, I don't think it's an unwise position to distrust the corporate media structure overall. And there might be some people more friendly than others. But yeah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not going to look at the powers that be at Fox and think, yeah, those people have uh, the truth as their highest value. I, I just don't. But I thought Tucker did. He might. I, I, that's not, I'm not even saying it's an indictment against him, but I am saying he does work for a network that at some level has oversight over what he does. Yeah. And that, that's something that has to be, you have to keep that in mind. Anyway, uh, Aaron D over on Streamlabs says, had, had a debate with a coworker who said that there was an epidemic of trans murders in this country. Excellent topic. I linked to your video from last week and she dismissed it as ex- as an extremely biased source. <laughs> I asked if a million dead babies was an epidemic. She said no. Sigh. Well, what's um, I, I would not that you have to go back to that, but I, I would be wondering uh, everything that I said, as always, is linked in the description. Does she did she go to the sources, the original sources? No, it is not debatable that the trans murder rate is lower than the overall murder rate. It is also not debatable that the supposedly disproportionately black or Hispanic victims of anti trans murders, which, by the way, are prostitutes, actually, uh, prostitutes, but also who's killing them, uh, black and Hispanic people. That's who's killing them. Also, did you know this? I don't know if you caught that video, but because I, I went into it because Joe Biden was talking about 37 trans murders this year. Mm-hmm. Six of them are in Puerto Rico. Okay. Oh, that doesn't count. I mean, it kind of does, but we're we're taking a huge chunk of Puerto Rican murders, which, by the way, Puerto Rico's murder rate off the charts, way way high. Yeah, and but, I'm not going to count any murders where you let a tranny that you think is a chick blow you, and then she tells you which, that she's a tranny, which is 100 percent of those murders. Let's be real. Connecting the dots, it is heavily implied in several cases. Yeah, yeah. those don't count because. Fair enough. That's not an anti-trans thing. That's just uh, that's a, a bait and switch thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that don't, is. don't trap me, bro. Yeah. Don't trap me. Well, I would be curious if she if she ha- if if she can say why my points are wrong, I would love to hear it, but I won't uh, hold my breath. Thank you for at least trying to spread the material, though. OK, actually, we're a little bit behind. You want to take just a couple super chats? We'll sure. have to get to the rest of these. I don't hear my baby, so I think we can. Get through the okay. rest of the show. Um, friends and fishing with Paul. Looking good, blonde. Your beautiful face keeps me going through all this. I love Wednesday night. You know, when I get messages like this, I'm like, is this a joke? <laughs> is this person being sarcastic? Um, Dude, I think because... we skipped a couple, didn't we? Oh, we did. Yeah. Oh, whoops. Uh, but it's very kind. Ah. But yeah, it was the it was the fishing with Paul prior that we left off on. I did this last week too. He also said, "I love you both." The Dems will cheat again in Georgia, and we'll have a Dem Congress, House, and Pres. Where's my gun? I yeah. Know get together we all problem, need to have a yeah. we all need to have a rally point in that situation we're all going to meet up i guess northern idaho it is that's close enough to me that's fine but um you know i'm worried about 
I'm worried about it here too. Hmm. It's not as liberty loving as you as you would think. Definitely more than the country at large, but I'm sure you have some uh, suspect people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I could not believe the number of Biden-Harris signs that, that I see around town. It's just like, what but, are you doing here? Well, the thing is, when they're heavily outnumbered like that, they have to virtue signal extra hard, too. That's, that's how that works. Why? Do they want out. their houses to get burned down? It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. And then I saw a lady who had a sign that said, um, like, Trump 2020, and underneath it, it said, don't hate me. <laughs> and she's in northern Idaho. And you're in northern And she Idaho. has to qualify. It goes to show. I know. Yeah. That one worried me way more than the Biden-Harris sign. That's, that's weird. Ooh. I've never seen that. Uh, Shauna Thornton says, checkpoints at state lines will help stop the California migration into our areas, though. Checkpoints can get us closer to balkanization, which don't kill might be a good thing. Um, when we've already seen state checkpoints are apparently a constitutional thing to do. They did it with coronavirus. Why can't we do it for communists? Yeah. I think that fair's fair. Or minorities. Just joking. JK. <laughs> Commies first, then we'll uh, apply the color palette. <laughs> then and we'll talk. Just, yeah. <laughs> okay. The deal, deal, compromise. James T. Kirk says, listening to the witness testimony in Michigan and Arizona and treasonous snakes in the media in Silicon Valley to say there's no evidence of voter fraud makes me want to go 1776 and water the tree of liberty. I understand. I understand this. But we have to scale back the urge to murder people <laughs> you've really I just come want around. this said publicly i've really yeah. come around can, don't kill any public officials this, anybody this is, this is wednesday so it won't stay on youtube can i tell the story of what happened on sunday real quick yeah okay all i right, said some right. stuff on sunday so if you guys watch the show on sunday blonde says some shit as she always does we've heard nancy pelosi's head should be on a pike which susan i'm quoting things from a prior show i'm not advocating these things okay mm-hmm. this these are things that have been said before and then you said, I think you said someone should kill Andrew Cuomo, something like that. It was straight up illegal incitement to violence on accident. I, you know, uh, I was just spitballing. I don't know if great. it's I don't know if it's uh, incitement, but that's, a, you know, whatever. That's a side point. It was too close to, the, close. to the line. Yeah. Anyway, where I'm going with this is uh, I, I as, as you guys know, the show gets demonetized by default, but I have an opportunity to appeal. I appeal every single show because I want someone at YouTube to have to watch the entire show on the off chance that maybe we get an ad from Coca-Cola or Verizon and a nickel to go with it. So I did that with this week's show. Again, we were worried. Well, that might be the one that might be the one that gets us taken off. Nope. YouTube gets back to me and says, congratulations. Your video is approved for all advertisers, all advertising. Yeah. And like my family was freaking out about it, you know, because they listened and they were like, holy shit, like you got to rein it in. And they're like, talk to Skag, get him to edit it out of the video, blah, blah, blah. Like they were freaking out and they don't freak out about anything. And they were yeah. talking about like the logistics of maybe me getting arrested for this and something like, it's something like that. And I was like very worried about it. And then we get it. It's like, Oh, it's fine. Just you're all, How the hilarious you all would it the be if it was actually illegal, but Susan thought it was great for uh, corporate advertising. Anyway, we're way yeah. behind on callers. We got to get back to it. Okay. Thanks for your patience guys. Maybe we can go, maybe we can take an extra caller. Trying to keep me on the clock here. Let's see move quickly stormy patriot is up next stormy you are good to go if you're ready let him hang out a second htjr is up after that mr patriot you there yeah can you hear me yeah yes sir what's on your crystal mind? clear all right all right <laughs> you were killing me with that last story there susan works in mysterious ways let me tell you man she is a weird lady 
Okay, I thought I would. Um, I thought I would bring up the um, James O'Keefe story that. Um, yeah. Just dropped with the CNN tapes. Um, uh, I haven't I watched, had a chance to watched, listen to all of them, but I did hear. I did see him like busting up the the conference call itself, which was pretty funny. I saw all of them except for the ones released today, yeah. and I've got to say that they all seemed like nothing. Like I was like, "Well, this is not going to make any waves." Hmm. Okay, that's what I was curious about because I I actually haven't really I didn't listen or to any of them except for when he dropped it. Like I thought that was pretty ballsy when he said, "Hey Zucker, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, this is James O'Keefe, and I've been listening to all of your calls." <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty funny. I, I mean, to be fair to O'Keefe, and I haven't listened, so we'll see what they say. But as far as I imagine CNN calls in my head, they call Trump a Nazi every day and they say he's Hitler and they say he's the devil. So if I actually heard them say it, it, it wouldn't be that shocking to me. So the bar for him to actually. What's the word I want to hear? What he's doing is a lot of work. So it's not like he's failed to impress me or something. I'm just saying my expect it's not about O'Keefe. It's about what my expectations for CNN are. I know how that sausage is made behind the scenes. All right. I have no delusions about that. I know they hate Trump. And if they're talking about how much they hate Trump, I will not be surprised by that. Yeah. Right. I, I was, um, I was a little curious if they might have, you know, colluded with anyone like in the DNC or Biden campaign. Yeah. Or yeah. Like that. But um, maybe that's maybe that's doubtful. That would have been too. You would like to think that they would be smart enough not to discuss openly unethical, if not criminal things on like a a conference call like that. That seems like it'd be foolish. No surprise. I mean, none of it was surprising at all. Hmm. And then I I guess I'm also sort of wondering, you know, it seems like every four years um, the media well, after the you know after the presidential, there's a shakeup um, and change in personnel. Like Fox really went um, a little crazy after after tr- Trump was elected, and I'm I'm wondering what's going to happen there. I'm actually Have they recovered, down or the are people are people still tuning out of Fox? I haven't looked. They're still tuning out. I, hmm. Yeah, I'm not watching. In fact, I I do feel bad about Tucker. I heard you guys talking about Tucker. Um, but you know, they do, they write his paycheck, you know, they sign his paycheck. And so yeah, he's got a good contract. Is Fox of, is going to have to pay it no matter what. So they're, they're on the hook for that one. Yeah. But they do, they, they, they kind of, you know, that's the ultimate editorial control when they're signing the paycheck. So yeah, that's, fair. um, just got to wonder what's going to happen with him. But, um, yeah, and I also wonder if if maybe maybe O'Keefe, maybe insiders from from Fox might be contacting um, O'Keefe or you know other other outlets as well. Maybe I hope so. He does oh. good work. Hmm. Um, I I hope that he can out all media organizations. But the CNN stuff, like wasn't it trending on Twitter, like CNN dumps or something like that? <laughs> maybe. Um, I- but it's just it was just nothing. I watched them and I was like, oh, that's just. Doesn't seem very significant. Maybe it's because I'm jaded and I already knew what was going on at the network. But right, like if you had the perception that they were an objective, neutral network, you'd be like, "Oh, this yeah, is yeah." But this who is takes a- that? Right. But if you heard stuff like that from inside of Fox, that might actually kind of shock you. If it was like mm-hmm. stuff that was that was 
aimed at undermining Trump for ideological reasons, not journalistic reasons, but ideological reasons. Yeah. That would be somewhat surprising. Maybe something like that could happen. Yeah. Anyway, yep. we're going to let anyway, you go, man, but yeah. uh, final thought if you want it. Yep. That's all I got. Okay. Well, no, that's all night. I got. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. You too. Okay, after that is HTJR, but HT maybe had to take off. If you can hear me, hop in the waiting room and I'll get you in HT. Swift is up after that. Try to keep it moving here. Swift, you're good to go if you're ready. Let him hang out a second, get that mic unmuted. El Vaquero is up after that. If you're ready to go, go for it. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Um... Oh, so Blonde, I hate to do this to you, but I've got another black pill to drop. Oh, oh no. I can't take it, man. I can't. All right. Proceed. So I've, I've been I've been digging through our monetary data. And since all the lockdown started, it, it's gone foobar. So I know you know what money velocity is. But for your audience, if you have an economy with a $20 bill and that's it, Somebody spends the $20 bill, the money velocity is one, and then whoever took that $20 bill goes and spends it, the money velocity is two, there's $20 in circulation, and $40 have been spent. Well, since February, the, the money velocity has just gone into the toilet, and at the same time, the monetary base has increased by 42%, and that hasn't really started leaking out into the greater money supply yet. And on top of that, the Federal Reserve used to <clears throat> pay interest on excess reserves that banks held to keep excess money from getting into the economy. Mm -hmm. Well, they've dropped it from a high of 2.4% down to 0.1%. And this is what stopped quantitative easing from causing hyperinflation. That's gone now. What that means is that if we open the economy back up, that money velocity is going to kick back up. Up, loans are going to start getting made as people are trying to put their lives back together and start new new businesses, and it's just going to rip. I mean, it's going to be disgusting. Um, so mm. my prediction is they're going to attempt to do a perma lockdown. Yeah, I think so too. Um, that is the way to establish complete control over society, isn't it? They would control our movement entirely. They control the money supply. It would just complete control. I think that's definitely what's going to happen. Hmm. Yeah. I tried to, I've been trying to get gun stuff and gun parts. You can't get it. I mean, it's, rough I mean, it's I'm, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I managed to get a, a Geisley upper um, without the barrel or the handguard or anything. And the reason why I got a Geisley is because it was in stock. So I'm going to put it on an Anderson poverty pony and piss yeah. everybody off on ARFCOM. And I found a, uh, what did I find? Those will be the currency oh, of the yeah. new world, man. Well, if you got those, you'll be laughing in the future. But we're, we're arming up for a civil war over this shit. Well, yeah, dude, I've been waiting on a charging handle since August. A Geisley yeah. charging handle. Someday <laughs> it's coming. Someday. Yeah. But it's but that's the thing is when you go back and look at it, it's it's all going to point back to the economics. And so yeah. I'm firmly in the accelerationist camp now. Hmm. So from my perspective, Trump legitimately winning, but Biden stealing it is probably the best 
outcome because when all the financial fallout finally hits, it's going to get dumped in Biden's and, and Kamala's lap. So we can blame them. Mm. I guess so. I mean, does it even matter anymore? The important thing is that all public officials live long, healthy lives. Audience. Oh, <laughs> very no high speed lead poisoning for them. I, I saw a, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, I saw the person I follow on Twitter for totally apolitical reasons, like football reasons, fantasy football reasons, talking about who should get the vaccine first. And he listed politicians last, his reason being that he hates politicians. And I'm thinking, no, test it on all first. of them. Test all them. of the first. politicians get the vac- 10 doses of the vaccine first. Let's line them up and forcibly yes, vaccinate them as a spectator because, sport. Because past attempts at coronavirus vaccines have led to turning uh, the test animals' immune systems against them. And when they were exposed to the virus, it killed yeah. them. So, um, yeah. but anyways, so ridiculous. I will... I will take a last word because um, I know you're running short on time. Uh, Blonde, could you come give us some love at the chat and DLive? I promise we will post racist and chauvinistic <laughs> things for you. They I didn't really... even know there was a DLive chat. I Not have a hard o- time navigating yeah. the website. Not only that, Blonde, but to entice you over there. Um, you can you can actually upload your own graphics too. So they can post their own images. And I think gifts might be in play. I don't know, but you can, uh-huh. uh, images are in play. So whatever sort of memes you want to post in the chat, that's also a possibility. Mm. It's a more fun chat, more technologically capable because Susan doesn't control the stupid stickers. I have a Tyrone gif. <laughs> I think they used to allow the moderators to upload them. Now only I can upload them. But if you're active in the chat over there and there are images that you want to see, um, as long as they're not saying like we should kill Andrew Cuomo, I will probably post them. Uh, <laughs> if they're just spicy and not actual calls to violence, you can send them my way and I'll get them in the chat. All right. Well, I'll see you guys later. Thanks for taking my yeah, call. Man, when I, when my freezer's empty in the new world, I'll have to head down to New Mexico and you can help me find uh, something to put in there. Yeah. I shot a baby though. So there wasn't very much. Mm. Well, <laughs> good luck, though. man. All right. Bye. Have a good one. Okay. Next up is Swift. If you're if you're still there, you can chime in whenever you're ready. Lava Hippo is up after that. Lava Hippo, you there? Shalom, fellow white people. <laughs> okay. Oh no. This is off to a, a spicy start. What, what's on your mind? Um. So yeah. Uh. Basically, everything's going according to the globalist plan, um, regardless of what's going to happen, you know. Um, and I think there's going to be a cataclysmic event. The energy's already built up, so to speak, so it just has to be released. It's like nothing's ever going to go back to normal. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. see, I don't see the path back to the pre-corona life happening through the voluntary release of power by politicians i i just don't see that day coming so matt at this point you'd have to admit that there's some sort of orchestration going on <laughs> coordination i i see you lava hippo uh, do I, <laughs> let's put it this way do i think um do i think that there's some level of organization to maximize the political effect of coronavirus for control absolutely do i think that the that like it goes as far as the coronavirus being manufactured for that purpose uh, that might be a little bit far, but am I tinfoily on this stuff? Does it reek of central organization? Yes. I, I think any honest person would have to say that. 
Okay. Uh, well, I appreciate you saying that. Um, sometimes it feels like it's hard getting a tough answer out of you. Well, the Jews did it confirmed. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> they, it's yeah, it's straight from Tel Aviv or whatever. You know, that, that's where it came from. So um, another thing is uh, I want to second that you should get a Telegram channel. It is really good for coordinating. And like it's like there's no mods like Discord, you know, no trainees that are monitoring the chat or anything. Yeah, and it's really good for getting information out. Um, having a bunch of channels and stuff, I use it. Well, so how does it? I know we talked about it before, but how does it work? Like, what? It, I just don't. I don't get how it works. Well, basically, like it's it's kind of a uh, a chat central, and it's really good for spreading memes because they have stickers. So you kind of okay. like all these Pepe stickers, and you know they or they you can just share them, and then you can edit them, and so it's really like a good meme. Uh, so would we like set up our own does it work like channels like communication channels or does it work like a twitter feed so you can set up your own channel where you like release like oh i want my followers to see this and so all your followers see that and then you can also create channels where you can have people talk and interact and stuff sort of like discord Um, yeah there's no no voice voice in it at all though okay um and i want to say thank you blonde it was a few uh podcasts ago where you said basically the number one job for a woman should be her children and when you're talking about the supreme court stuff and i really have to compliment you on that wow um, thank you i got just ripped apart for that no you're telling the absolute truth um and that was one of the things my mother was like you know my kids are the number one thing and it's like it's it's like it's black and white it's you either care about your kids or you don't. And that's yeah. the kind of way with the globalists and globalist politicians. They don't have kids. Kamala doesn't have kids or does she or it? She doesn't care about them. But no, have you seen her kids? Oof, there's step kids got, anyway. It was it it's step kids. That was the deal. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. So or Angela Merkel, she has like one kid or um, I think yeah, she's so, childless. What about your own? Oh, oh, yeah. Well. So, yeah, it's no investment in the future. No, they don't care what happens to their kids. So that's yeah. the number one thing in determining if someone has a good character. It's like, do they want have kids or want kids? Because otherwise they have no interest of being not selfish. They're just going to be selfish and take away yeah. from everybody's energy. Exactly. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, I'll give you last word, but uh, be gentle. Okay. Um I, I think you should get a uh, a VPN sponsor. And I think you should do Sentinel <laughs> VPN. It's backed by blockchain technology. And what about ExpressVPN, gang, and Birch Gold as well? What about those? <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. Are you ex- sponsored by Express? I don't have the no. graphic on our uh, I don't have the graphic on our, our podcast art, so I, I've not heard from the ExpressVPN people, no. I don't know any okay. I don't know anything about their product. Well, check out Sentinel. It is blockchain backed. I know Blonde mm. has had trouble with crypto recently, but uh, blockchain is great technology. All right, that was well, my own fault that I got banned. <laughs> oh, you fixed you fixed the Coinbase thing? No, I didn't. Mm. I got kicked off of Coinbase, but I was making a suspicious donation. But... <laughs> <laughs> make sure that's why. make make sure you own the keys, like because it's like if you give it the the wallet to coinbase it's like giving it to the bank your money to the yeah. bank so yep. they're the custodians so you gotta have the keywords that's the thing all right <laughs> blonde gave uh, uh to the bin laden family <laughs> <laughs>
Coinbase. That's what that's happened. it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> she she got really accelerationist one night. She's like, do it yeah. again. All right. Thank you, man. All right, I want this go through. Have a great night. All right. <laughs> See you later. Okay. Let's see. We could take, we could do a last word. I think uh, I know I was not great sure. on the clock tonight, but you know, I never am guys. I do the best I can. Um, Swift, if you want to chime in, go for it, but we'll give last word to Phil. Hey, Phil, how you, you doing? Nice. Yeah, we're doing all right. What's hey. on your mind? Uh, um, uh, let's see all kinds of things, but uh, I guess right before the show started, it broke that uh, this Mike Lee has his visa giveaway to, Anybody that can get here with the right "quote unquote" paperwork. <laughs> what? What's? What do you mean? What's this about? Well, this the Fairness for High Skilled Immigrants Act of 2019. Hmm. I guess something with that's coming back up. I think it's they're trying to get rid of the per country cap or something. I don't know I the really the law. Where this is a proposed bill. This is it's a new bill. Is that the idea? Yeah, it's some it's it's something in conjunction with that. I didn't really dig real deep into it it just it was a blur by saw um, but it basically okay. passed like i don't i don't think it's actually law yet but whichever process it was in is in whatever part of the uh going into law it was in it passed unanimously it needs like at least a couple of republicans to step up and say uh no and uh nobody's doing that cuz well they got what they wanted uh we'll yeah see. yeah i see something about it in some weird like small publications here but i don't see a lot of big i don't see a lot of mainstream news news coverage of this one yeah i'm looking at the columbia blue bugles uh twitter feed right now okay yeah it was just it was just like the one thought i had wasn't all right really anything more than that okay hey matt i'm here too later Okay. Yeah. Well, we appreciate the call, Phil. Thank you for, uh, for the Thanks, calls. Phil. Yep. And have, Thanks have for having nice me. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right, Swift. We'll give you the last word if you want it. <laughs> all right. Sorry about that. I was having a malfunction. I don't know. It's if not you the call-in show without duct that. tape, dude. No. Yeah. No problem. Well, an operator error. I'll totally own <laughs> the operator error. It's not the call-in I'll show without that. operator error either. <laughs> hey, yeah. I'll own it. Uh, yeah, my brain's been in a few different places. I sent you those, um, some of those video links on my encounter at Walmart and. Oh, that's right. Am... Do you want to, do you want to talk about that at all? Or are you thinking something else? Yeah. Well, okay. You, so yeah, let we the listeners know what happened, that. what exactly happened here. All right. I'll try to bullet point this. So Thanksgiving morning, I went to Walmart to get a few things. I wore the face mask to get in the stupid door. And as soon as I got inside, I took it down. You know, it's early. Not a lot of people I have my headphones in. That's one way to deter people annoying me is I just put headphones on. So they'll, you know, think twice, maybe about trying to yell at me, but someone started yelling at me. I turn around mm. and it's some guy that I don't is not obviously apparent to me that he's either a civilian or an employee. I can't tell mm. he's, he's yelling at me, put your, you know, put your mask on. And I'm like, no, he's like, what do you mean? No. And you know, he closes distance with me. I'm like, just what I said. No, wow. he's like you. It's store policy, da 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 da. And the way he was carrying, okay, so he was thought, an employee. Then? He was an employee. Yeah, he was like dressed in sweats. I couldn't tell, but from his wearing demeanor, a black I was like, polo. You know, you put on a black polo, you can boss around anyone in a store. People <laughs> Not don't know. even that... a black polo. It yeah. was a like sweats and a hoodie. 
Oh, he's but the not way an he was going man. on, whatever he's he's just well, a guy. The way he was going on about store policy, I just decided to default to he must be store security. But I decided okay, to treat him as if he might be, and I told him, "Okay, I'm not going to disclose HIPAA, and do you intend to violate the principle of the ADA to insist on why I'm not wearing a mask?" And he's like, "Oh no, 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 no! I'm just letting you know what store policy is." I'm like, "Okay, noted." And he just looks at me, and I look at him, and we go our separate ways. Okay. So later, I like I see him once or twice, you know, as I go through the Walmart, get my food, get my stuff. I'm all rung up at checkout. And I start, I'm all rung up. I just need to cash out. And a police officer engages me. He okay. called the police. It turns out he was the night manager. He ah. never identified himself that way. That guy called the cops? Never. Yes. And, and, and the cops senior... must have either been there or immediately nearby, I would assume. I think it was around um, shift change. Because it was okay. like zero seven hundred first thing in the morning, so it would yeah, have yeah. been right around shift change, either either the end of her shift or near the beginning of it. Well, re- what really got me was when she first engaged me. She's like, you know, and it's on the video. Um, it's not available yet. I'm building out the links where I can put it places and try to edit it. But her engagement was, you know, sir, you need to put up your mask, cash out, and leave. I'm like, I'm not putting up the mask. You know, and I'm happy to leave. Everyone's happy. And she was like, no, you know, Walmart's refusing service. It's time for you to leave. Okay. And it's like, all right, well, Walmart can come down here and represent that. If their management called you and you're here on behalf of the management, because at some point I had asked her, like, okay, I want to know why I'm, you know, engaged in an act of civil protest peacefully. I want to know why you're detaining me or do you have any intent to arrest me? And she went to the respect the governor's mask policy and the health order hmm. and usually they get you on I, trespass. I was asking her That's to cite an, I, yeah and i was asking her to cite an ordinance when the manager finally came down and i asked him directly so what's your reason he's like i don't have to have a reason so clearly he wasn't going to cop to the fact that we'd already spoken earlier and I was not going yeah, to yeah. give him yeah. volunteer any information well if that's he's the like case, i don't have to have is... a reason to review service yeah, then it's just a trespass issue, but the cops shouldn't be telling you about the governor's mask order in that case. Yeah, uh, ironically, after he cited the whole, I don't have to have a reason to refuse service, he's like, yeah, but you're you're violating the mask order. I was like, okay, so which is it? But and I you say, ask him directly, so I'm is trans or gay and you, you're baking, yeah. you have to bake me a cake. Yeah. You know what? And maybe like where I would tie that little story off here, the serious issue that I have, especially in our state, since we went back into another hard lockdown. What what state is this? New Mexico. Okay. So the issue I have with businesses now who are enforcing these mandates is that they are operating by exception because they're considered essential services. Yeah. So my challenge to the management was, so you're telling me that under this condition, you intend to refuse me access to essential services. He's like, yeah. Interesting. He's like, all right, well, am I, and am I being, he's like, leave. You're not, you're not welcome back here. Like, okay, so am I being banned just for this moment, for today, forever? And him and the officer conferring, he's like, okay, yeah, we'll do a trespass and we'll ban you from all Walmarts. That's not going to happen. I was like, wow. I want, I was like, I want that. I want that in writing. And that's yeah. the only reason I left the store. Cause I thought I could get that in writing. Banned from we approached all the Walmart. police cruiser. I was like, yeah. I have them on video with that, but okay. we went out to the police cruiser and she's like, uh, we'll need your ID. Will you provide that? And I was like, uh, no, 
she insisted is like, okay, well, am I being formally detained or charged with anything at this point? Yeah. And at that point I was able to, you know, walk away and leave. But my real oh, so issue is that you're not banned more from of all that. Walmarts, then. Well, they would never be able uh, to <laughs> be pretty hard to enforce well, is the old woman, the checker lady going to confirm your ID upon entry every single time. Yeah, so a few of my friends, I, I cut a 41-second clip, shared it inside some text channels, and there's at least three of us. One of them's a, a former military veteran who's also, and she is like the loud black conservative lady that hmm. will just go there with people. Yeah. And she's had it with this. And there's a few other folks, and it turns out someone in our group was an attorney. who's like, if you guys want to roll with that, let's have a plan. And if you're going to go the civil disobedience route, Let's have a plan. Well, have you heard of us? We're just nine months in. We're done with this. Have you heard of the lawsuit? Uh, I got this from an email or maybe I'll talk about it on Sunday, but a giant Eagle stores in Pennsylvania, some sort of grocery store, a general store, and people are suing them for the same reason that you're describing, but on the grounds that their mandatory mask policy violates the ADA. So there is an active federal lawsuit about Good. exactly that probably but, won't go anywhere but it, it might and at least people yeah. can't ask you about your supposed condition so maybe yeah, there's an for angle for me i'm at a place where i i'm kind of done with the and i'll look at the the whole hipaa ada policy but it's kind of like no we need to make a stand on that principle and put my intent is to essentially if we can go in my crew of two or three and we'll be ready to record and all that. If we can go in and successfully do this, even just passively, not wearing the mask to show people you can peacefully protest and and not be harassed. But if Walmart and law enforcement chooses to engage us, we are willing to go the distance to see, okay, do you all really want to be on camera in an essential, you know, services environment where we've got food. We just want to check out. We're not trying to stay here. Find a token to hobo here. and bring him in there unmasked for a sandwich. You know, find find some very <laughs> under find go to go to the local orphanage and take all the hungry kids for an unmasked yeah. meal at the Walmart deli and make them kick you out. Uh, seriously, there are ways to be really crafty about this sort of thing. Oh, we've got plenty of panhandlers in New Mexico. Well, unfortunately, mm. most of them are not hustling. For yeah. food. Like if you hand them food and water, they'll walk behind your car and then chuck it because they're, you know, they want to change your money. Mm. But yeah, that's what we're looking at, at this point, because it's like, okay, so you're literally telling us that big business is willing to enforce government edict yeah. in something that's essentially emergency public accommodation, and they're willing to go engage law enforcement. For me, I was upset because I'm like, I'm totally pro-law enforcement. I totally back the blue. Totally back service members, first responders, and you have just confronted me with a police officer. And the standing there the whole time, there was this physical game of chess. That like if I went to step anywhere, she just moved to block me from anywhere yeah. but the exit. Yeah. It's like I cross the path towards her. She can justify escalation of force. And it's right. like and management put me in that position. We got to let you go, but uh, do keep us updated on how this goes. I'll be interested to hear. Yeah. Well, hey, appreciate it. Thank you. And thanks for everyone's patience with the uh, operator error. Good luck and Godspeed. Yeah. Good night. Yeah. Bye. And uh, as we've been talking about, he's exactly right. You can hope for, and there's nothing wrong with supporting big court fights, and maybe you get some change that way. But ultimately, all of this change lies with us. Just start yeah, saying no. Really Just does. stop complying with this bullshit. And once you hit critical mass of people doing that, it doesn't matter. Just doesn't. Take your normal life back. You can any day you want. 
Yeah. It's up to I mean, us. I live pretty normally, but part of that has to do with the community that I live in. Except for in Target has their eyes on you. You can't go in there. Mm. And all things Irish. Oh, yeah, that's right. Forgot about the great breakup with that store. Yeah, mm. there's some wang in our comments this week that was like, you know, blonde is, is clearly following the rules and wearing her mask or she's just not leaving the house or she would have more stories about mask wearing or like getting yelled at. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. It's like, no, I 70% of the people here are not wearing masks I at all. Rarely do. Like I said, my strategy is I wear the neck gaiter. And then if anyone gives me uh, a problem, I just half half ass put it on my face and walk away. And, yeah. and, and I've probably been, I would say this entire time, like I've been doing this since April, May. I think I've had half dozen store employees tell me to put yeah. my mask on. That's it. And every time that strategy has worked. But yeah, you're talking about like one a month that happens to me. Yep. Most people just don't care. And this, the places that really care a lot, like Costco, I just avoid. I, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I don't want to fight that fight. Me neither. Okay. Uh, we we got to get to our uh, email questions. Thanks to our callers tonight. Much appreciated, you guys. If you would like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live, or you're having trouble getting in live, please do send us an email. Uh, email address is beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Put call-in show question in the subject line so we know that's what it's for. We will read them in the uh, last segment of the show each and every week, as we will right now. Jack says, uh, pre-question, it seems we're already at the end game. Self-censorship, censorship, political blacklists, pedophiles in positions of leadership, innocent people being persecuted by their neighbors, and a civilization in so much debt, there's not enough money in the world to pay it off. So the question is what's left of this country worth defending? Why not hunker down in the countryside with like-minded people wait out the collapse of the USA and then begin the painful yet necessary process of starting over. Why not just take the founding ideals, refine them and start anew? I don't have a big problem with that. (laughs) Me neither. Sounds good to me. Yeah. This is kind of along the theme of what we were saying before. When, when society becomes unlivable, unworkable, just start saying no. Just start doing your own thing. Say no. And if you form your own little communities and you do your own thing and you wait out the collapse of a a whole bunch of toxic ideas, that's fine too. I I, I think, I know that sounds very blackpilled, but what is optimistic about that is just taking ownership of your life in the local, the most local ways possible. Just building the local, the the life around you that you want to see, regardless of what the supposed authority tells you that at the end of the day, they're going to have to come and get you. Maybe that day's tomorrow. Maybe that day's 10 years from now, but you can build your own life in the local sense. Any day you decide to start doing that. Yep. That's true. That's so, what we try to do. Um, I don't have a problem with Colton. that at all. Colton thoughts on this quote. Um, this is from a North Carolina newspaper in 1854. A meddling Yankee is God's worst creation. He cannot run his own affairs correctly but is constantly interfering in the affairs of others. And he is always ready to repent of everyone's sins, but wow. Wow. Oh, count me in uh, with the Confederates, I guess that, I mean, that is amazing. Talk about just a timeless statement that perfectly illustrates the problems of today. Busy body leftists. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, did the wrong side win the war? (laughs) Yeah, not that war, though. Stop tearing down those Confederate monuments, all right? We, <laughs> it is, it's fascinating when you see 
quotes of history that are so on point. I know Jefferson has a lot of quotes like that too, that are like, Jesus Christ, was he watching today when he wrote this? Same with, well, I think that they just were excellent observers of human nature. Exactly. And those, those things are timeless, which is why all those dumb arguments about they didn't foresee AR 15s. They didn't foresee No, they're talking about timeless truths. So today's technology doesn't matter. Um, this is from Chris. Should Washington, D.C. be a state? Why or why not? Ugh. No. What would the electoral situation be? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with well, they, no. They already have three electoral votes. Um, by Was it right. constitutional amendment or by law? I forget. But they do have three electoral votes. No, the idea is that it's supposed to be a federal district that no state has unique ownership over. That's the whole idea. Problem is that it has grown so far beyond just its federal government purpose there's a whole bunch of people living there who have nothing to do with the government and who at some it's, level don't have the same representation as every other American. But I, I don't know. My solution to that is leave DC. DC should be the most minimalized yeah. thing possible. Put and it in the you, middle of Nebraska or something. Yeah. I, I would oppose DC becoming a state. Uh, just Me too. Because, I mean, they would have to be awarded more electoral board votes in that if they were yeah, that's, into statehood. The current, I think it's a constitutional amendment. I forget which one, but the, the current idea is they get electoral votes, but only the smallest states electoral votes. So they have three, even though their population is much higher. And I, I agree the, the, the DC license plate says what taxation without representation. It's at, at some level, they are victims of that, but DC is also swollen beyond what it ever was supposed to be. That shouldn't, it should not be this giant, uh, uh, leeching metropolis that it is currently. So leave you want the benefits of a state move to a state dc ain't a state and it shouldn't be okay chris says uh okay so i am a i am in a christian domestic discipline relationship i discovered the lifestyle online and i've been practicing it with my husband ever since this lifestyle has brought us so much joy and peace what is your opinion on christian domestic discipline relationships do you support them or are you opposed to them or are you indifferent I am very similar in personality to blonde. So I always thought maybe she would be open to uh, this, this lifestyle, but I really think, or, but I really like you both. So I'd love to hear back from you, but mostly from blonde since I am a woman. Ha ha. I, I don't know what that is. Do you? Yeah. I looked it up before the show. Cause I've actually never heard of this, but it's like maritally sanctioned light spousal abuse. Hmm. Like <laughs> okay, she, domestic. Okay, that's what that means. Domestic discipline. All right. Right. Like uh, if she does stuff wrong, she'll lose privileges or get spanked or anything like that. When I read this, within the context of modern marriage relationships, the my mind immediately went to like this is a, a BDSM thing, right? I'm reading a Huffington Post article about it or looking at it from 2013, and it has a. Yeah, I mean, the photo is sexually suggestive. It looks like he's spanking his wife in a... Right, although yeah. there's no indication from this woman that this is a sexual thing. I, that's no, it doesn't an unfair like characterization. It. I think that she's probably just really religious and believes in the biblical order of marriage. I don't know. I mean, um, would I engage in this relationship? No. Do I judge you for doing it? No, not really. If if this is something you guys have agreed to and it's working for your marriage and you're not going to get divorced, uh, more power to you. But I am I am wondering if this is a sexual kink. I am am mm. I wrong to to go there? I don't know. This is my first time hearing about it, so I just have to have a gut reaction to it. I, I would say, as a man, 
I don't know that I want to discipline my wife. I want to be a leader, obviously. And I think that I think that we both should instill discipline within each other. But I don't want to discipline her in the same way that I would discipline a child. That's that's probably not a dynamic that but I'm. Women do do we lack agency? Because I'm I'm edging closer and closer to yes every day. Uh, my wife might agree with you. <laughs> yeah. If we lack agency, then we have to be treated like children. That's just... um, yeah. But I I guess what I'm saying is I don't want my relationship with my wife certainly to be the same as my relationship with my children, but even to be similar in that way. I, 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 I just, I want it to be a relationship that is complementary and not uh, dominating in that way. But you pathologically project your agency on other people all the time. Maybe. I mean, you're always talking about personal responsibility and judging people as individuals, whatever. Don't kill the uh, dream, man. It, it can happen. <laughs> So I don't know. I mean, if this is working for you, then then more power to you. But I'm also not super familiar with this lifestyle. Yeah, I'd have to hear more. Um, it's red again. Uh, what book or movie about the Soviet Union is Blonde always recommending? Also, please check out uh, what? Dan TLPU. I don't know. Uh, must be a channel. On YouTube and give your opinion on how you think gun control is ever going to work. I don't know what that is. Gun control sorry, is Red. never going to work. But the, oh, I wonder if this is uh, I wonder if this is the new. Oh, let me look it up. This might be a reference to something that I just seen recently. Let me look. He must be talking could, about this is at the, this is about the 3D printed gun documentary that just came oh. out, I think. Um, control Pew is the uh, is that the name of the documentary? Anyway, I, I don't know that much about the that ex, uh, exact item. There's a, I guess this isn't the documentary, but there was a documentary that just came out about this. But yeah, uh, the idea that that as 3D printing technology advances, uh, and the, what's the name of the? It's like the FNG nine, or there's there's a, an entirely 3D printable nine uh, millimeter subgun that's out there that takes Glock mags and it'll take AR furniture, I think. And everything's 3D printable outside of maybe like the bolt and the barrel, and maybe the trigger pack. I don't, I don't know, but but. Uh, but you can basically manufacture these things at home now through 3D printers. And that's that technology is only going to advance gun control. Gun control doesn't work in the current context where you have to have certain machining capabilities to manufacture. It's certainly not going to work in the context where you can do it out of a garage with like a $300 piece of equipment. So how do I think gun control is ever going to work? It's not. These are tools that humanity has. If bad people have those tools to try to do bad things, good people ought to have those tools to try to stop them. That's the reality course, that we live in. Yeah. And I think that what he's talking about with the Holodomor is the movie Mr. Jones. Okay. But I also have the hots for Vanessa Kirby. I think she's like really, really pretty. You would not think that. How close together are her eyes? Let me see. Not at all close together. No. Look at those caterpillar eyebrows. What are you talking about? I, I'm into her. I think she's really hot. I don't know what to tell you. She's what? like nerd hot. Um, Look by the at way, how I showed, pointy. I showed my mom a picture of Maisie Williams and she goes, does she have a birth defect? <laughs> but again, we haven't talked about this for a long time because uh, Game of Thrones has not been on. It is not my position that Maisie Williams is like some super hot chick. It's just that. What's the uh, Sophie Turner? She's hotter than Sophie Turner. She just is. Sophie Turner's not attractive. 
That's insane. Sorry. She's a lovely English rose with beautiful features. She's not and that Maisie lovely. Williams, she married a Jonas brother. How lovely freak is territory. she? Freak territory. Freak <laughs> territory with her flat face, her pan face, and her she, wide eyes. She does look like a bulldog, kind of. Yeah. Very charming. 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 Uh, this is from <laughs> Steve. Uh, this is my first time asking a question, and this one's mostly for Blonde AO, but if Matt has any input, I'd be interested in his thoughts as well. My question is, if evidence came out that intelligent life existed on some distant planet, would that shake your faith in God at all? I haven't done a lot of research into this matter, but have gone to church my whole life and have never heard a sermon touching this topic. Hmm. So basically, can proof of aliens coexist Christianity? Um, I think so. I think that you would just have to think that that God reigns over all of the universe, right? That he is the God of us all. Yeah. I mean, as you know, it's, this is a little bit outside my wheelhouse because theology topics, I, I don't have any expertise in. I don't know that it would change my personal perspective on religion though. You could make the argument that, Oh, this is evidence for life being random chance. And there was another place somewhere far away where that random chance actually happened. Or you could make the argument that, yeah, uh, there was a creator behind both. It it, yeah. it doesn't seem to me that that would exclude either theory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I yeah I would I would just probably take it as a push if if that could be concluded. That said, uh, don't you hope they find aliens in our lifetime? I think well maybe not. It could be really bad, I guess. But I just some no. sort of crazy discovery like that I think would be so cool to to experience in your life. Yeah. Fuck no. I have no interest in that at all. I know that they probably are out there. It's a it's a, cra- it's a crazier is, perspective to think that we're the only life forms in the universe than to think that there are other And you definitely forms. want to find them because if they find you, that means right. they they got some shit. They know how to do some shit if they find yeah. you. If you find them, that means you're probably more advanced than they are. Yeah, they're probably just like slugs and they're like, oh. yeah, yeah. but if they find us, they're ready to to wipe us out. Okay, um, Ineptius. I was just listening to Drags of Society's call on the Wednesday show and saw that his only friend teaches English in Russia like me. Um, a coincidence to be sure. Say there's no breakup of America, but ever-increasing tyranny from the left. What can conservatives do? Uh, mm, mm, okay. Gather and Civil buy diso- guns. <laughs> Gather yeah. and buy guns. That's what you do. Civil disobedience is is going to be the only thing that I can think of. I mean, for obvious reasons, I can't outright uh, advocate violence against um, anybody, but defense, literally defensively. It's fine. I I think the way that this is going to work out is if they keep, if they keep creeping, you will see the sort of, uh, the sort of self segregation that you've been talking about for a long time, that it'll become unlivable for people who have values that are in disagreement with these people. And so naturally you'll see certain parts of the country become more hardened in their views than others. And it's all about critical mass. I, I like if you had a city of, um, or if you had a state that, that was strongly anti-leftist and well-armed, I know that the leftists want to come in and enforce their views on you, but you reach critical mass and that's not really a possibility without significant bloodshed. Do they want to control you that bad that they'd be willing to put down their lives for it? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. But the but the more the more we self segregate and get into left wing people live here and right wing people live there, the stronger those communities will become and the harder it'll be to fuck with you. But who knows? We might have to endure conflict if they insist on it. Yeah. Halston 
says is is pro-white feminist and oxymoron i <laughs> i don't think so well i guess i guess the i i would wonder can you be can you be a white identitarian feminist in today's feminism? I don't I don't think that could be after a thing. second wave feminism. No, but I think that you can probably um, if, if you like reappropriate the term to its original connotation. Weren't there a bunch of suffragettes who were like uh, they had some what would be considered extreme views on race in today's context? Well, Isn't everybody that- used to have extreme views on race in today's content context. Yeah. Uh, because people just used to be, you know, smarter and more based. I mean, to me, these days, feminist and anti-white are virtually synonyms. Like uh, those things yeah. go together. In the modern connotation, no. Hmm. You want to take the next one? Yeah, Emily says, "I've heard you say you won't take the COVID vaccine. I'm wondering, what will you do if one is required even to get into the grocery store?" This is what I'm really afraid of. It's one thing to not be able to book a flight. It's quite another not to be able to buy food. Well, I will take one of two approaches or combination of both. Uh, I, I am serious. If they make me show documentation, I'll figure out how to get the documentation. I will try. Lie, yeah. There will be a market for that. And I will take advantage mm-hmm. of that. And if I can't do that, as I said, this is the hill I will die on. If you make me grow my own garden and hunt my own food, I guess I'll have to do that. I, 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 I will not submit to the idea it's not about this vaccine per se it's about the idea that if that if the authority decides they can stab me and inject me with a chemical anytime they want i don't submit to that world on principle and if you're telling me that i gotta build my own backyard farm if i don't want to do that well i guess give me the uh give me the rake and the hoe and i'll uh, i'll get started yeah, yeah there will be a black market for people um to get groceries for other people you can already do that you can order groceries it's just going to be like that yeah fine i'm not i'm not doing it like no amount of decreasing my movement in society is going to make me take this gd vaccine i'm not doing it yeah nor am i going to inject it into my sweet sweet daughter absolutely not could you imagine that that is hey is that infant corona vaccinated and what a world that would be sorry you're not getting into walmart because your infant doesn't have the, the vaccine well, the other the other thing is, what if we can't get any medical treatment? <laughs> I love that. I, I've loved people saying this crap the whole time. They're still saying it. Oh, if you're an anti-masker, back of the triage line for you. That's weird. You guys have been saying healthcare is a right for the last X amount of years. Do you say this about any other choice? Do you say it about the fat people who overate? Do you say it about the people with emphysema because they smoked? Do you say it about the people with failing livers because they drank? Now all of a sudden you hate choice and you're it's back of the triage if you don't get or back of the triage line if you don't get the line. Whatever. It, it's nonsense. It just goes to show these people consider everything a right until you step out of line and then they take it away from you. But that's how exactly, this always yeah. works. They promise to give you the world because that's something they control. Whatever they give you, they can take away. Giving you things is just a mechanism to control your behavior because they can threaten yep. you with its removal later. That's how it always works. Fuck these people. Eric is up next. Oh, sorry. Uh, would you agree that the world only has four options now? Live off the grid, submit to the system, seppuku, and or action, war, or subversion. Hmm. Uh, thank you for your time and patience. Cheers. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Probably depends a lot on where you live. I wouldn't say that I feel it. I don't think that I'm in that situation just yet, but I can't deny Not the yet, trajectory. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think... 
that there's still a there's still an opportunity for whatever sort of resistance you want. I'm talking in the trolley spirit of not wearing a mask at Walmart and trying to get them to boot up the hobos like we were talking about with our last caller. I think there's some of that that's still left, and I, I'm not ready to concede. I do have some faith that that the patience with all this corona bullshit will run out and people will just start saying no and stop participating. It, it may not. I don't know. It could go either way, but I don't I don't feel like I'm at the point now where I have to live off the grid or submit. I don't submit a lot daily and I still live on the grid. Talk to me in a year's time, though. Like uh, the question is, yeah. wh- what's the trajectory? Yeah. You good? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Incompetent Hand says, uh, in these times, what do you have faith in? With the process corrupted, even when the culture aspect looks good, Hollywood is bankrupt. Lauren Southern's children's book. She has a children's book. I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Long's comedy and Tim Pool's music video aren't perfect. Tim Pool has a music video? Why, why have I heard of none of this? They aren't perfect, but we'll see a shift happen. We all know culture is downstream from politics, but in a world of cuties and WAP, do you think we stand a chance? Do you think that the incoming administration will highlight the disconnect or will NPCs carry us to a socialist nightmare from which we won't recover? Just looking for white pills, politics, culture, or should I start reading Lewis Carroll and find actual faith? Hmm. Uh, Well, you got to... It is incumbent on every person to find that purpose. And I can't pretend to tell you that it is this particular faith or this particular philosophy. But if if you don't have something in your house, in your life, in your family that gives you purpose and reason to get up every morning, you're doing it wrong and you've got to find that thing. Half I shouldn't is. say you're doing it wrong because you're in pursuit. As long, Every day you should be in pursuit of that. It shouldn't just be like, well, uh, I, you know, my purpose is... Uh, I don't know. Like my purpose used to be getting a high KD in Call of Duty. That was not a purpose-filled life. You know, <laughs> you don't want to do that. You don't want to waste your time on stupid, self-interested things. You want to yep. build a life that has purpose beyond yourself. Maybe that's in God. Maybe that's in family. Maybe that's in both. Can't pretend that I have all the answers for everybody, but you you have to find that. And uh, I think that we would both agree in saying that uh that we I, I think we both find purpose in our families obviously yep, that's exactly. that's the reason that we do this and that we have any faith in this nonsense at all and uh and i hope to find i honestly do i i hope to find that sort of purpose in uh in philosophy or in the concept of a god in general i really do believe human beings are put here for a purpose i'm on a, on a quest to find out who did that and why but uh but yeah, you have to hang on to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yep, have kids. It, um, the purpose I, gets the purpose hits you quick once you have kids. I would assume. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm a little afraid of that. You know, now that we're now that we're kind of thinking about that, you sort of have these realizations in your head, like, oh man, this little imperfection of our lives that's going to be magnified when we have kids, or this little thing that's not quite in place that's going to be a hazard. Don't worry about that. You think yeah. that like Mexicans and black people give a shit about the state of their lives before they have kids? <laughs> This is a this is white person thinking <laughs> nonsense. Uh, everybody, I don't know why every person I know is like everything has to be perfect before I have it. No, your your life just shifts around and works out around having kids. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. fine. I uh, it's it's a big uh, men and women have different contributions to make in that arrangement too. I have no idea what it's like to commit your body to the sort of to that sort of thing. 
Uh, it's not from, that bad. It's fine. From a male perspective, it's like I've talked about it before. It, it's honestly a fear of not being able to provide for your family. That's something, especially in this context, you know, it's, it, you never yeah. know what's going to happen in the next year or something. There, listen, I've endured plenty of embarrassment and shame in my life, just like anybody else. But I fear the embarrassment and the shame of not being able to provide for my children. If I couldn't provide for myself, that's one thing. But if I can't do it for my kids, I don't think that that's something I can, I'm prepared to confront as a man. That's terrifying. And I, I don't want to, con- I don't ever yeah, want to face have that reality. No idea what's going to happen. All of no, us no lose doubt. our income streams and money could me- also mean nothing. And like, Five yeah. years. And it's not, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm shirking becoming a father because of that fear. I'm just saying that's one thing that has me biting my nails a little bit. One thing that don't worry. Yeah, it's going to be fine. going to be fine. Um, yeah. Henry says, how do each of you feel about the death penalty? Um, I used to be pro death penalty, but now I just think that it's not, um, it's not our place as human beings to be killing others in order to achieve some semblance of justice. You heard it here. Andrew Cuomo lives forever and ever, <laughs> never. But I, I really don't think that that it's our it's our job. I could make well. There's separate questions here. Are there crimes for which death is a justifiable penalty? I think there for are. Sure. No. Oh, yeah. Do I trust the government to deliver a mail? There it uh, is. To deliver the mail competently, barely. Do I trust them to yeah. administer lethal justice competently? If I don't trust them to do hardly anything else. Not really. And so that's why I have to oppose the death penalty. Mm. It's mostly a, the, the moral weight of, of that form of justice is so high that it demands effectively inhuman perfection and in its enforcement. And if we can't do that, I think the injustice of killing an innocent person is, is so high. That's an unacceptable risk to take in my mind. So I, I consider myself anti-death penalty, but um, that is not to say as a, as a great teacher of mine uh, once said, and I think it's true. Uh, some people just need to fry and those people do exist. Uh, don't get me wrong. They, yeah. there are people who definitely deserve uh, and, and justice would be to have their lives ended. But, but the government having control of that lever is a, uh, is a risky proposition. One that I would that I'm, that I'm not willing to take. That's true. But we do as a society, if we're not going to kill people that deserve it, we need an outlet for our rage. Okay. Um, so I don't know what that's going to be, but you know, watching people was, fight to the death might help. I thought that was Tucker's job. He's, he's the outlet for your rage. He keeps, he's you not doing it. a very good job. He's always talking about how America's so great and all this shit. It's like, come on. Imagine still believing that America's a great country in 2020. That's ridiculous. Well, how could we, uh, I, I still do believe America's a great country, but, but that's insane. That's but, crazy. Um, I'm more interested in this topic of how could we enforce the death penalty in a more ethical way? All right. What if you had people who were convicted of theoretically death penalty worthy charges? Like uh, you're a serial killer or I don't know, you, you touched a bunch of kids or whatever to pick your crime. And instead of killing them outright because of the ethical implications we just discussed, what if we, allowed them to fight to the death with their consent and the winner gets like a more lenient punishment. Is that maybe that's maybe that has worse ethical implications. <laughs> how can we, I mean, how can we make a blood sport out of this? How can we do that? The victim's family in a televised or live streamed affair get to smash the perpetrator's face in. Oh, well, <laughs> 
but again, we have this. What if what if he's wrongly convicted? We we still have that problem. Yeah, I know. There's the issue there. After the West Memphis three, I was like, ooh, can't trust the government. Damien Eccles was on death row for like 20 years just because people were like, oh, he's a Satanist. There was no evidence at all. Mm. Clearly wasn't him. Um, uh, and this happens all the time. All the we time. are uh, good on questions. Uh, thank you guys for sending in your questions. Much appreciated. Over on DLive. Uh, let's see. He, uh, your pursuit friend i don't know how to pronounce that thank you for supporting the show sorry about the pronunciation c2k says uh i'm saying no to the pfizer fast-tracked vaccine in the uk yeah it's not even an issue of trusting the vaccine or not for me it's just uh it's it, it's it's removing my choice of whether i want to take it that's a, that's a principle on which uh i will die for sure giggling spy thank you for supporting the show uh, I'm going to check Streamlabs. Funny how quickly my body, my choice goes away as a principle, you know? I know. JM says, uh, WRT, the CNN drops. I think, oh, uh, what's WRT stand for? Anyway, he's talking about the CNN drops. I think you're not seeing through corporate leadership speak. For instance, one drop translates to quote-unquote suppress Trump's election claims. The random TDS... Uh, pontifications are leadership telling what they want to see them right. Yeah, yeah. I d- don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm fully aware of the ethical implications, and I don't excuse CNN of those things. I guess what I'm, what I'm saying is that's what CNN was in my mind. And to hear them say that, it's not that it's not a value. Like People should see that. People should know them for what they are. It just it doesn't change my perception of what's happening. That that's mm-hmm. That's all. It's like, yeah, I... I yeah, that's about what it's that's about what I would expect them to say. Yep. Yeah. They are the scumbags we thought they were. Yep. Okay, we go. we're gonna yeah, we're all set. James T. Kirk listening to the witness testimony in Michigan. Did I already read this? Yes. I don't think so. I did. Uh oh yeah, yeah. We I marked it, but yeah. I'm surprised uh, Tree of Liberty is still uh you can say that in the chat. Yeah, and then Susan hasn't banned it yet. Uh, Jake Riley, have you guys been following the Firearm Policy Coalition suing the piss out of all these states and cities for 2A infringements? I hope the Supreme Court will side with liberty and the Constitution. I haven't. I've been out of the news because I've had family here for a week. And I'm sure this predates that, but I'm also just I not have very not, well read in political matters. I should check it out. Good for them if they're doing that. That's, they, they sound like they're active like the GOA is, which I appreciate. Uh, these people are earning your money. If you're in the 2A community, keep them in business. Don't give money to the NRA. Give money to the people who are actually fighting for you. So that's good to hear. And maybe, you know, reasons for hope. God, wouldn't it be nice to get a gun case in front of the Supreme Court for once? Wouldn't that be awesome to see? You you, you have some opportunities. There's something I'd rather see in my lifetime other than aliens. I'd rather (laughs) see them. Yeah. Amy Coney Barrett uh, striking down the NFA and making machine guns legal for all. That would be uh Yeah, cool. I'll walk back yeah. everything I said about her Haitian children or she <laughs> Um eh, probably not actually. Uh Shauna That's Thornton said, okay, not to be too spicy. One step at a time. But would yeah. we be having these conversations about eugenics if the average age of maternity hadn't increased so much? The lengthening hmm. of adolescence is genetically bad. It is genetically bad. Um I mean, my group of friends, and I think this is pretty standard. They, I quit drinking when I was 23, 24, something like that. But like some of them are in their 40s. They're still doing the same shit, like not ready yeah. to have kids, 
now full-blown alcoholics and everything like that, which I was too, but I got it together at a pretty young age. Um, this, this, and, and it's still like people that are 35 and 40, they still aren't being viewed by society as oddballs or people that don't have their lives together. They're just kind of like these hipsters live in this hedonistic lifestyle. It's like in previous generations, we'd be like, these people are fucking losers <laughs> that need to be ousted from society. Yeah. I think we all got um, those friends. I certainly do. But it's a, it was, it's a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm not friends with any of these people anymore because their lives are disasters, but it's a significant portion of the friend group that I used to have. Uh, yeah. Well, the reason I know this is going on too is because it's, it's a sign. Those are all the people who are posting every goddamn thing about their life on Facebook every day too, because they need like that affirmation of their meaninglessness. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, yeah. I, it's the, there's definitely a correlation between how satisfied you are in your life and how much of your life you post on social media in that way that there's, there's, there's yeah. a correlation there. And I say that as someone who, I mean, obviously we kind of do social media for a career, but not, but not in the like taking pictures of my food sense, you know, not, not in that way. Oh, I do that all the time, but it's always food well, that I've cooked. I okay. Well, all right. That's, that's a little better. Still a little suspect. I don't like though. take my, why? Cause it, I want, and I put recipes on there too. Um, I want people to like know how much effort I've put into the meals I cook for my family. All right. Um, okay. It's, it's in pursuit of a higher purpose. I get you. Wholesome AF. Yeah. Oh, my baby's freaking out. I'm going to have to boogie. Um, how many do we have left? Just uh, maybe like a dozen, 12, 15. Do you think you can like handle it? I can hear my husband getting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can take I care. Probably should have taken a break halfway. All right. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Speaking of uh, being a woman in her mid thirties, taking care of a <laughs> newborn baby. Yeah, really. Um, I'll see you guys on Sunday. See you then. All right. Have a good Bye. night. Okay, guys, we will uh, finish up here. Yukon Don says, thanks uh, for being here, both of you. Well, thank you for keeping us on the air, Yukon Don. I am not going to be niggardly. Much appreciated. Anthony uh, Pooch? Is, is, is it Pooch or Puke? I feel like I'm not supposed to read it that way. Or Puck? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Anthony. You can interpret. Uh, you can interpret it that we created that we were created uniquely by God and aliens weren't. Yeah. I guess I hadn't thought of that uh, take, although wouldn't that raise the question of who created the aliens? Do they have, uh, did they have the same, did they have the same creator? Did they have a different creator? I don't know. Uh, SK says, can potheads become, or can potheads come to your benevolent blondocracy? I'll watch, I'll be the watchman out, uh, out of town. Two things I can smell a while, a mile away, blunts and communists. Well, you definitely want to have a commie watchman uh, if you're going to have a compound. I don't know. We'll have to float this idea by blonde. I know that she's been friendly to, uh, to marijuana in the past, although I don't know what her current stance. So we'll have to see. Uh, Giancito, Paglia says blonde in the last. Oh, I guess we got a lot for blonde. Sorry about that, guys. Um, blonde in the last segment, you spoke of focused community building and consolidation. Would you elaborate with concrete examples of such an effort? Tell you what, um, I'm going to save this for email questions next week. I apologize for that. Um, try to get you a specific answer on that one. I will put. Uh, let's see. I got to write your name in here so I don't get it wrong next week. Uh, I will put it in the notes and we will answer it at the end of the, or I'll have blonde answer it at the, uh, 
the end of the show next Wednesday. I apologize for the delay, but thanks for bearing with us. Uh, Laurel says, December is the finale of 2020. What should we expect in this grand finale? Does Joe Biden survive the rest of the year? I think that's a big question. He probably does because I think the grand scheme is to get him inaugurated so that they have, they're clear of any legal hoops there. But, uh, but I, <laughs> I feel kind of tinfoily about this broken foot thing. Like uh, it, it, the, the broken foot thing seems like cover for a more severe medical issue, more serious medical evaluation. And they just put a walking boot on him to say that, uh, you know, he broke his foot playing with his dog and he can't come out and do much because of a broken foot. I don't buy the broken foot theory. I think there's something else going on with Joe. And I think uh, I think very early on, Joe Biden is going to be pushed out of the way. I, my, my official prediction is Joe Biden is not president of the United States in the summer months, say like June, even if he's inaugurated in January, which, of course, is still not an official conclusion. Who knows? There might be. Any number of surprises we have before Inauguration Day. I I never, I remember, Laurel, I'm sure you remember, at the end of impeachment, Ond and I were sitting right here saying, okay, impeachment's done, what's the next thing? What is the next thing going to be? And we tried to sit here and predict it. We thought they were going to like frame people as pedophiles or something like that. Instead, a weird global pandemic, that was not predicted by any of us, so I can't pretend to tell you what's going to happen in the next uh, in the next few months. Matthew Rowley says, uh, hey, Blonde, do that impression of slug aliens again. It was fantastic. I guess I missed it. (laughs) Sorry about that, man. Uh, Anthony Puke says, I'm literally, uh, again, I don't know if it's Puke. I'm going with Puke because it's funny. I'm literally, unironically, a white identitarian first wave feminist. By the way, Matt, I'm going to email you uh, a good plan of peaceful action. Blonde, please read too. Sure. Uh, Go ahead and go ahead and email. Uh, I'm sure that they exist, white identitarian feminists. I just don't think they're welcome in most feminist circles these days. Shauna Thornton says, my hubby and I are training in medicine. There will be a there will be means to access healthcare. Trust me, the medical community is not totally blue-pilled on this. Health professionals will revolt eventually. It seems like you would have an obligation to do that. Like I said, if you if you believe that you have uh to the extent that you're doing the job, at least, or to the extent that you believe in the philosophy of caring for people, regardless of whether or not their conditions or their ailments are their fault or not. If you believe in treating the alcoholic with a liver problem, if you believe in treating the smoker with emphysema, it seems to me you should believe in treating the mask-free coronavirus patient. And I don't even believe that's necessarily a thing, personally, but uh, the the idea that we're going to police people's choices to judge whether they're worthy of health care or not, I would think would be an ethical dilemma well beyond what most medical professionals uh, would accept. Maybe not, though. The ideology does run deep. Thank you, uh, Shauna, for hopefully helping to steer that thing back in the right direction. Bobby Collins says, Blonde, is there any room for colored people in your regime? I promise not to get your women pregnant. <laughs> wow i i I didn't expect so many questions for blonde tonight you guys i I apologize for that but this is this is hilarious i i I assume i i assume there's there'll be need for help at the compound right i assume that they'll uh (laughs) god what a bizarre timeline thank you man Jake Riley says, uh, Matt, have you ever read The Anatomy of the State by Murray Rothbard? 
No, I have not. Uh, a short read, but pushed me into wanting government shrunk to minimal functions. Well, I, you don't have to convince me on that one. Uh, I'm welcome to any a good case on anything, of course, or I'm open to a good case on anything, of course, but uh, you don't have to convince me very much on the case that uh, government should be, that's particularly at the federal level, uh, reduced to absolutely an absolutely minimal role. Thank you, Jake. Aladdin's Nightmare says stores will open, no vaccine, no mask only. Uh, Bill Gates smiled when he said 500,000 people would die of complications from the vaccine. Bill donated heavier or heavily to Pfizer and maybe many others. No vaccine. Yeah, I, I, I'm prepared to uh, oppose any sort of mandatory uh, stabbings at all costs. So we'll see how this goes. Dominic Sandrini says, Matt, please watch season one, episode six of Rick and Morty. This will explain what we have in store for us with a Biden-Harris administration with a Gates vaccine pushed on us. I've never really watched the show, uh, but I a lot of my friends really love it. I'm told it's pretty good. Although, is, I guess it's, isn't it kind of like a nihilistic, I don't know, black-pilled show in some ways, I suppose. Uh, I just don't know that much about it, but I guess maybe I'll, I'll have to check it out. Just a couple more. Uh, Thunderstorm says, listening, driving. I don't trust Bill Gates to inject me with anything. He can give his castration vaccine to his family and leave ours alone. Yeah, and that's, it's just about choice. It's just about the principle of choice. If you want to sign it, if you want to get in line for the vaccine, you buy it. Absolutely. Go for it. I have no problem with you. Have at it. I do have a problem with people who think they have a moral right or even a moral imperative to stab you against your will. Ain't happening. Bobby Collins says, I have a solution for the death penalty. The death penalty can only be sought by family. After fair trial in court, we starve the convict, but the family has to watch until death or grant mercy. Whew. That's heavy. I mean, that's kind of a heavy burden on the family, though. But I guess the family consents to this, right? Since they're the only ones who can who can seek it. Um. So, yeah. I, well, I suppose. I suppose maybe that's not necessarily... <sighs> The, I guess the problem is, again, how is guilt judged? Who's doing the judgment of guilt? How is that adjudicated? I think anything short of the perfect application of justice in, in, a, in, a, in the context of imposing death is of such moral weight that, that I don't really, uh, I don't want to go down that path. And you still run into that problem with this arrangement, but maybe you... Uh, Maybe at least you give the family an opportunity for mercy, I suppose. And maybe it's them who matters more than, uh, maybe it's their perspective that matters more than the states in that situation. Thomasine says, uh, so clarify, bro, y'all saying that if you're 35 and not married with kids, your life is meaningless and you're a mess. Lol. Okay. No, I don't think, I, th- I don't think that that's fair to say, but I think that in general, you know, live the life that you want to live. Of course, I'm not here to tell you what you have to do. I would say that in general, people who live their lives single and childless do not commonly end up happy and fulfilled. I think there's something about being married and having children that is that is part of a complete human life. That's part of that the pathway that is a, a human life. So obviously, I mean, you, you know that I'm not about to impose anything on anybody. I'm not here to tell you that. You have to live this way or you're not fulfilled. That's up to you to decide. But I think as observers of humanity, observers of humankind, we have to be honest and say, yeah, I think most people are fulfilled and happy when when they build that family. doesn't mean that you have to. I, 
I don't want anybody forcing you to do it. Uh, I just, um, I just, I just think it's a, a good thing that people should pursue. That's all. All right. That'll do it uh, on the uh, chats. Thank you guys for, uh, for all your calls and all your messages tonight. We will call it a show. Of course, we'll be back on uh, Sunday with uh, God knows what between uh, between now and Sunday. I, I never can predict what's going to happen in only a few days' time because the timelines are so crazy. But uh, let's see. Uh, I definitely want to talk about um, some of those hypocritical California politicians. I got to talk about Ellen Page coming out as trans. And it sounds like some of the Vanderbilt football team with the girl kicker some of those guys might be planning to quit the team over this fiasco more on Vanderbilt girl kick kicker gate possibly in addition to whatever the hell else happens between now and have a good night